We deliver the latest news. We reveal the truth. We share. We dare. Foreign stories we transmit, they ponder. We are. We are. We are. The Transponder. Ayan, so good day listeners. We are back again for another episode of this segment, It's Okay Not To Be Okay. This is Alessandra, singganda ng inyong umaga. At ang kanyang partner na si Angela, your angel in disguise. And right now you are tuning in to the Trans Podcast. Your digital body for a healthy And after the launching of our first episode, nagbabalik kami para maghatid ng more more learnings for our segments with more more guest speakers. Ikaw, partner, kamusta naman yung experience mo throughout this podcast? Ako, partner, grabe. Ang ganda. Ang dami kong natutunan from our previous speakers. Pero gusto ko itake itong opportunity na to to thank everyone who supported this event. They launched several events, actually, including this podcast. Kaya dito natakal natin yung stigma against Kaya bonggang clap, clap, clap para sa The Transponder. But before we start this segment, let's have a brief recap about what happened on the first episode. So we talked about loving yourself and the risks of self-diagnosis through the internet. You know, di ba partner yung mga nagkakalat na online exams about if... Ba- assessments if you're either depressed or you have anxiety ayan and syempre yung stigma on mental health and apparently how such stigma actually came from religious beliefs way back before so hindi lang yan nagkaroon din tayo ng uh, mga contests such as digital art uh, slogan and poster made And for further information about our mental health awareness campaign, you can visit our official Facebook page ng uh, publication ng PUP Electronics Engineering, The Transponder, at www.facebook.com slash The Transponder. Ayan, so napakarami pala talaga nating activities, no? So truly, the first episode and the recent activities that we have have marked success. Kaya naman, patuloy po tayong magbibigay ng fruitful and relevant discussions for our listeners to remind them that their feelings are valid and that it's okay to feel blue and it's okay to feel tired. It's okay not to be okay as long as we find our strength to stand up and fight again. Fight, fight, fight. Kaya nagbabalik ulit kami and I am getting a high partner. Ikaw ba? Ayan, count me in, Mara. I'm so excited for today kasi oh, hindi talaga ako makapaghintay kasi yung speakers down natin for today ay parehong maalam sa field of psychology. Mapapalalim pa natin yung kaalaman about mental health and how it is affected. Especially ngayon, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, at syempre kung ano-ano yung mapapayo nila nating mga eksperto para mabawasan yung stress na nai-experience ng ating mga students. Lalo na ngayong nag adjust tayo sa from physical classes to online classes and also modular classes. So, wag na tayong magpatumpik-tumpik pa. Simulan na natin ang makabuluhang usapan sa pagbabalik ng The Trends Podcast. Nakakaranas ng mental block? Feeling stressed galore sa mga requirements? Wala sa mong mag-aral? Your feelings are valid, sis. Nandito ako para bigyan ka ng body. Hmm, ano ba ang body? Ang body ay... Palaging tatandaan na kapag na-encounter ang mga problema, hingang malalim ng tatlong beses and clear your mind. Susubukan natin pakalmahin ang isipan. Number two, understand. Itindihin 
sa posisyon na iyan. Mahirap ang part na ito, pero kakayanin natin magkasama, ba? Diba? Kapag natutunan mo na i-acknowledge, dito na papasok ang 3. Desire Ano gusto mong mangyari pagkatapos mong ma-recognize ang problema? Hindi madali at sa ngayon ay maaaring naguguluhan ka pa sa kung anong gusto mo. Lahat ng tao ay may sariling set of time. So do not be pressured. 4. Direction Maraming landas ang madadaanan mo sa iyong journey sa buhay at may mga instances na mali yung mapupuntahan mo o hindi kaya ay madadapa ka. It's okay. What matters is you stand up again when you are ready. Number 5. You are worth it. Remember that. Every day is a challenge, kaya huwag natin manilimutan to give yourself credit for having the will and the determination to keep moving forward. A step is still a step, no matter how small it is. Kaya sa tuwing mawawalit ka ng pag-asa, tandaan ang body. Laging kaagapay sa bawat hamon ng buhay. And welcome back to the Trends Podcast. So, part, ano munang masasabi mo sa ating infomercial na body? Ayan, ano yung infomercial natin lahat, lahat ng nakikinig ngayon? Kasi it is a gentle reminder for everyone to take care of yourself. And every small step is worth it and that it will lead us to a greater path. A step is a step no matter how small it is. So, ayun na nga partner. Nabalitaan mo ba yung survey na nilabas ng SWS recently? Narinig ko na siya. Kasi sabi daw dito sa survey na to, eh, 86% daw ng adult Filipinos na stressed ngayon dahil sa COVID-19. So, talaga palang hindi lang physical health yung naa-apektuhan ng virus na doon. Pati mental health natin, nakokompromise din siya. It is very true. But on the other hand, medyo magandang sign rin ito, I think. Kasi at least, di ba, parang with the survey that happened, masasabi natin na mas open na yung nakararami sa makabuluhang talakayan sa usaping stress and mental health. Tama, ayun. Kaya ikaw ba, partner? Kamusta ka naman itong mga nakaraang buwan? Naka-seven months na rin tayong quarantines. Yes. Yes. Quarantines. Natatandaan mo ba ba yung Dalgona face natin nung March? Tama, mga isang buwan din. Yes. So, nag-Dalgona face din ako. Isa yan sa mga aking quarantines. And kasama na din doon since quarantine nga, ba? And isang tao lang yung nakakalabas ng bahay. So, that's me. So, ang isa sa mga pinaka-main quarantine ko is mamalengke at alamin kung ano ang presyo ng talong, ng sayote, ng repolyo, ng manok. Ayan, yun lang mga quarantines ko. Ikaw ba partner? Ako rin yung pwedeng lumabas sa bahay namin. So, I had to do groceries, I had to go to the market as well. And, ayun, kabay na rin dito yung stress ng paghahanap ko ng trabaho. Ayun. Pero, ayun nga, pag na natin patagalin to, ipakailala na natin ng ating mga bigating speakers for today. Our first speaker is a licensed psychologist. He finished his bachelor's degree in philosophy and interdisciplinary studies and his master's degree in clinical psychology at the Telsol University, Manila. He is currently the CEO of M Psych Services. He also served as a consultant psychologist for various organizations such as Office of the Civil Defense and Interlimiter International Resources. He believes that mental health is a matter of personal development and loves to make complicated things simple for efficient things. Let us welcome our first speaker, Mr. Matthew Domingue. Ayan, 
So welcome to the Trans Podcast, Sir Matthew. Good afternoon. Thank Definitely. you very much, uh, Alessandra and Angela, for that introduction. Good afternoon, uh, my dear audiences and uh, everyone here, especially some organizers. So thank you very much for this opportunity and for inviting me. Yes, thank you din po for accepting our invitation for today. And of course, partner, hindi lang isa kundi dalawa ang ating speakers for today. And our second speaker is a licensed psychologist. So she finished her bachelor's degree and master's degree in psychology in Mapua University. Last 2019, specialized in community psychology. She is the author and lead researcher of Feed Hope, honing our precious environment program from 2018 until present in a trained psychological first aider from 2018 to present as well. So let's welcome our second speaker, Ms. Hazel Veronica Malazarte. Hello, So, yun na nga, partner. Ano bang pag-uusapan natin ngayon? Ito na, partner. Yung topic natin ngayong araw ay talagang sobrang napapanahon. Very evident na kasi ito noon and mas tumami pa siguro yung makakarelate. Ngayong nasa community quarantine tayo. Hindi na kita bibitinin pa our topic for today's quarantine. Stress and coping with the new normal. Ayan. So, dito malalaman natin ano nga ba yung mga source nito and paano tayo makakapag-cope up. Siyempre, pag-uusapan din natin kung ano nga ba yung effect nito sa mga under ng new normal learning system. Wow! So talaga namang exciting ang topic natin for today and very timely. So ano na nga bang hinahantay natin? Huwag na nating patagalin pa. Partner? Tara na! Quarantok ta! Yes! So ayan, partner. So bago tayo magsimula, tanongin muna natin uli yung ating mga speakers. So kamusta naman po kayo for today and for the past few months that we have been dealing with this pandemic? For me, uh, the, the, the pandemic was, especially during the first month, no? the pandemic uh, was really very challenging. So I really think that the theme is very wonderful, no? that uh, it's okay not to be okay. But of course, let's not forget na it's okay not to be okay for some time because later on, it is expected of us at least to get up from whatever uh, challenges na, na pagdaanan natin. Because for me, even as a, as a professional, mental health professional, diba, minsan may mga times na, ay, psychologist ako, dapat hindi ako mag, uh, mag, maka-feel ng mga ganito. Pero that, that's really a myth because uh, personally, I've experienced that during the first months of the uh, pandemic na talagang uh, maraming mga projects nang nawala. And at the same time, uh, sudden lifestyle change. So it was not easy. So it was it was a point na talagang uh, nagkaroon din ako ng some adjustments like uh, feelings of depression and doon din mga so anxiety. Syempre I'm a breadwinner sa family eh. May one time talaga to be honest na one week lang ako nanonood ng Netflix. But later on, uh, I realized uh, I, I was not okay during those times. But I reflected in myself na hanggang kailan ako magiging not okay. So uh, what I did was I recognized my feelings. I recognized my vulnerabilities. So I, I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling uh, like this. But later on in the end, I, I tried to reflect on it na uh, I should also stand up. 
Because if uh, lagi akong maging ganito, then uh, wala akong papupuntahan. So what I did is, uh, most of my projects, I converted it online. So basically, I spent some time to realize the, the brighter side of things and what, what is happening now during the pandemic. But later on, nakapag-adjust naman. And now, I'm happy and satisfied that I have uh, converted most of my services online. Okay, so now, uh, nakapag-adjust naman. Kaya paano. Kamusta naman po that everything is online? Lahat po ng, magiging, ng naging projects niyo, sir. Is it okay naman po ba siya yung flow, uh, level of intimacy with clients? Kasi po, di ba, through a screen na siya. Ka. So, kamusta naman po and nakakapag-cope up naman po ba ng uh-huh. ayos, both you and your clients or patients? Right, good. That's, a, that's actually a good uh, question. Kasi, uh, at first, I was really uh, in, uh, doubtful about all this online and virtual thing because uh, for me, ano ba ito? Parang, uh, ayan, online, uh, yung effect, baka yung mga clients ko, hindi nila makukuha, ma-maximize yung experience. But, surprisingly when it comes to counseling there was a study that uh, virtual counseling is just as effective as personal person to person counseling only that may mga limitations of course kasi may mga methods tayo sa psychotherapy na hindi natin pwedeng gawin sa virtual eh. like uh, for example sa trauma like yung tinatawag nating EMDR it's very hard to do it online so may mga limitations like for kids you cannot do play therapy di ba Siyempre, limited din yan eh, for adolescents and for uh, kids. But for adults, ay, ay, napapansin ko na a virtual therapy is just as effective as person-to-person therapy. And for webinars, like, uh, kasi dati seminars yan, eh, talks, workshops, now may mga limitations, like hindi ka pwede, wala na mga activities, di ba? wala na mga games, games. So, pero ang ginawa ko is, alternatively, yung mga games, ginawa ko na lang mga worksheet, reflection activities, and surprisingly, based on the feedback, uh, siguro pagpalagay natin, uh, 4 over 5, sinasabi naman ng mga audience ko na the webinar is just as, parang ang feeling is nasa seminar pa rin. Pero kailangan ilimit ang times, kasi uh, mas mabilis ka mapagod, actually, mas mabilis ka mapagod na nakikinig sa, sa screen kaysa sa person to person. So, yun yung mga challenges. But anyway, of course, uh, in every challenges, uh, in every challenge, we need to find ways how to uh, cope up and overcome. Eh. So, this is the way I, uh, what, how I did it. And I'm, uh, it's very nice, very nice to know na naging effective siya. How about naman you po, Miss Hazel? Ano naman po yung mga plans throughout the whole pandemic? Especially na wala naman po kayo dito sa Philippines na sa ibang country po kayo. Yeah, actually, yung experience ko, Sir Matthew, feel ko taliwas kami. Pero siguro, same kami sa experience sa practice sa psychology, you know, online. Pero yung start sa pandemic, yung nag-lockdown, kasi iba yung procedures ng lockdown sa Philippines. And dito, I'm currently a noman. Kaya medyo magkaroon ng discrepancy regarding sa lockdown. And during lockdown, parang at the start, nagkaroon ako ng face na dalgona. Diba dalgona? You mentioned that a while ago. Parang wala, that ako din. Ako din ako pag dalgona. Then ako nag-bake. Ako parang so at the start of the pandemic or lockdown, parang hindi siya very stressful for me. Parang biglang hindi nag-think in na, ah, mayroong global health. Ah, parang na ano yung aking life routine. Parang naging, like, na-enjoy ko at the start kasi magkaroon ng maraming time to, you know, spend my time cooking, baking. Kasi dati di ko nagagawa yun kasi puro aral, puro work lang naman nagagawa ko. Pero dito, since bawal lumabas, so, yun yung usually na encounter or nagawa ko during lockdown. Pero nung towards the end, parang towards the gitna, parang dun ko na nakakasya yung sarili ko. Maabot sa point of Parang inuumaga na ako. Parang same routine lang na nanonood ako. Parang inisip ko, hanggang dito na lang ba? Parang napapaisip ko. Di ba usually mga 
pag meron akong hinahandle din na client sa online, ganun niyo din yung mga tanong or experience nila na parang sinasabi nila na gigising na lang tayo sa umaga hanggang 5am, aabutan na tayo ng sinag ng araw, tapos wala pa rin pagbabago, marami pa rin cases, pataas pa rin ang pataas. Doon na na-instill yung anxiety. So parang hala, teka, parang kailangan kung may ed- kailangan may address ako dito, kailangan mag-move forward na ako, kailangan may gawin ako. Di ba parang at times makapastate ka kasi hindi naman natin kontrolado yung COVID. Natuto ko na alamin or natutunan yung, yung mga things kailangan natin i-control if it's beyond our control. So, yun lang, parang yun lang din yung naisip ko na naging coping mechanism ko siya to, yun, to move forward. And then, yun nga, parang nag-come up ako strategy, nag-re-strategize ako na parang hindi lang ako dapat nagsasaya dito, dapat natututo din ako. Kaya I had to learn a lot of things, especially virtual counseling. Struggle ko siya nung una kasi, I mean, ang hirap mag-conduct ng counseling online kasi hindi naman ako Oman-based. Wala akong client sa Oman. Siyempre yung clients ko magagaling din sa Philippines. So ang malaking kalaban ko dito is yung time zone. Actually, itong na-request ko ng episode, di ba parang, is it okay na 5pm tayo mag-start? Kasi para mga afternoon ako pwede makalog in sa Zoom. Kasi struggle yes. ko yung um, time zone. We are 4 hours behind. Kaya siguro I had to relearn my body clock as well. Parang kailangan ko rin siyang asikasuhin. And then siguro ang nakatulong lang sa akin is I had to embrace my season, you know. There are times na we have to embrace ko ano yung season natin. Heramin ko lang yung theme ng the transponder, which is it's okay to not be okay. There are times kasi na nakakalimutan natin i-embrace yung season na nandito tayo. Parang, is it a season of resting? Especially those na nagahanap ng work. Baka there are times we have to rethink, we have to reflect, and pause, and just enjoy the season that you're currently in. Parang, if you're enough and you're energized, then you continue to move forward and hanap ng work. So, so far, yun lang naman po yung side ko po. Wow. Okay. Thank you po. Sobrang refreshing po na malaman na parang hindi pala kami nag-iisa sa lahat ng ganong mga pinag-iisip namin yes. na itong past few months. Ayan. So, ano po, um, mag-start na po tayo sa ating mga questions for today's current talk. So, for our first question po, gusto po sa naming malaman kung ano po ba talaga ang simplest definition po siguro ng stress at kung paano po ito nangyayari at kung ano po kaya yung mga bagay na nakakapagpa-stress sa iba't ibang klase ng tao. Sige po, Sir Matthew. Ako muna, okay. Okay pa. <laughs> Sige, when we talk about stress, uh, other terms for that is yung tinatawag nating fight or flight response. Fight, lalabanan mo. Tapos flight, tatakasan mo. Now, of course, uh, based on the theory of evolution, parang uh, throughout time, talagang it has been passed down from generations to generations genetically, that kind of response, stress response, yung fight or flight response, in order to survive and adapt to the environment, especially to the changing environment. Now, just to be clear, stress is normal. So, talagang lahat ng tao nagkaka-stress. Stress is there to help us survive. I don't know kung napanood niyo yung movie na The Crudes. So, yung mga priest, during the priest, talaga yung mga tao, there's so much afraid. Lagi silang stressed kasi they need it in order to survive because especially during those times na talaga napaka-uncertain ng kanilang environment. Basically, stress is our body and mind's response towards particular stressors. 
So I'm, I'm mentioning another term. Pag sinabi natin yung stressors, yun yung mga bagay sa ating paligid na maaaring nagtitrigger ng stress. Now, ano ang mga examples ng mga stressors? Actually, all of the things around our, us today can potentially serve as stressors. For example, si uh, isang student, kapag mababa ang kanyang grade, kasi syempre gusto niya magkaroon ng magandang trabaho in the future, at the same time, papagalitan siya ng kanyang parent. So what I'm saying is, almost anything can become stressors, pero nagkakatalo-talo, depende sa kung paano natin tinitingnan yung environment natin. Basically, stressors are relative. A stressor for you, it may not be a stressor for me. So, depende yan sa kung paano natin tinitignan yung environment. That's why I'm saying stressors or things happening in our environment is not the cause. They are triggers. Now, the question is, ano ang cause? The cause is based on the theory of, forgot na Albert Lazarus ba yan? Basta Lazarus ang kanyang apelido. Nagkakatalo yan sa kung paano natin piniperceive ang mga bagay. So, meaning to say, the cause of stress is how we perceive things. How we interpret things. And if we try to dig deep sa stress, ang pinaka-cause, ang pinaka-core feeling ng stress is nasi-stress ka because in the first place natatakot ka. Fear is the core, the, the anchoring emotion. Try to think of it. Lahat ng stress niyo sa buhay, it will always boil down to fear. And fear is a valid feeling. It's a valid feeling because kapag hindi tayo natakot, mabilis tayong mamatay, mabilis tayong babagsak, mabilis tayong dadapa sa buhay. If you have watched that movie, The Good Dinosaur, kasi yung maliit na dinosaur, yung, uh, yung Bigfoot ba yun, diba? yung mga maliit na dinosaur, tapos parang meron siyang tinitingan lang malaking dinosaur, yung T-Rex. Parang uh, kasi niligtas siya isang beses nun from uh, the other dangerous dinosaur. Tapos tinanong siya nung, uh, parang may sinabi yung maliit na dinosaur na, ah, I am not afraid. I am not afraid to face them. Parang, uh, parang napakataas ng bilib niya sa kanyang sarili na hindi daw siya natatakot. Pero ang sabi ng T-Rex, you should be afraid. Tapos tinanong niya, really? You are afraid? Na niligtas mo kami, marami kang mga nililigtas ng mga dinosaur sabi niya yes I am afraid because that's what is keeping me alive but I am always trying to overcome this fear that is courage kapag brave at courageous ang isang tao hindi ibig sabihin hindi siya takot takot siya but he or she is choosing to be on top of that fear For example, tayo siguro, nung bago nagsimula itong podcast, diba, medyo kinakabahan pa tayo siguro. Meron tayong mga nasistress tayo kasi baka matatakot tayo, baka hindi magustuhan ng mga audience, baka magkamali ako sa pronunciation. So those are stressed. We felt afraid and that is valid. Kahit yung mga pinaka-experienced speaker, pinaka-experienced ng mga tao sa kanilang mga profession, they are always afraid. But they are choosing to be on top of that fear, to be on top of that stress in order To, to perform well and be, be, be in service with the people na kagaya ng ginagawa nyo ngayon dito sa podcast. So, just to summarize, when we talk about stress, stress is relative. Stressors or the, 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 the things happening around us, especially COVID-19. COVID-19, lahat yan tayo, parang it's a uh, universal stressor that all of us are feeling stressed in some way. Pero syempre, para sa iba, stressful, pero para sa mga iba, hindi. For example, sa mga businesses, may mga businesses na stressful para sa kanilang pandemic. Kasi na, for example, yung mga restaurants, di ba? Dito sa Baguio, for example, nasa Baguio ako ngayon. Siyempre, maraming mga restaurants so stressful yan. Pero para sa mga businesses like Lazada, Shopee, ah, hindi yun stressful kasi siyempre mas tumaas yung kanilang... Uh, so it was, this is not a stressor. So this is what I'm saying na ang cost talaga is how we perceive each situation. Now, when we perceive the situation in a quite pessimistic manner, like, wala nang pag-asa to, ah, COVID, ah, wala na akong trabaho, paano na yung pamilya ko, so wala. Pag, when we look at it in a very pessimistic manner, 
then dun tumataas ang level ng fear. Kapag tumataas ang level ng fear, tumataas din yung level ng stress. I need to get out from this fear. Diba ganun kasi fight or flight response. So basically, what causes it is how we interpret the situation. And the fear increases as much as we perceive the situation in a very pessimistic manner. But when we think of it as, uh, alam ko, ma- mahirap ito. Okay, sige, mahirap talaga ang pandemic. But, tapos at the same time, at the back of your mind, you believe that everything will pass. This too shall pass. Siguro, I'd like to differentiate toxic optimism to realistic optimism. Now, some people will say, ah, dapat mag-move on ka na to the point na na-invalidate yung feeling ng tao. So that is uh, toxic positivism. Kasi dapat positive lang, positive, positive. The reaction formation, you're actually repressing your emotions. Eh. In the rehabilitations, kasi connected din ako sa mga rehab, may mga kliyente akong ganun. Na talaga, para sa kanang, parang ngiti lang sila ng ngiti, di ba? Ganyan, uh, parang walang nangyayaring masama. Pero deep inside, they are harboring a lot of emotions since childhood until today. Kaya sila sumasabog minsan. Kaya sila, nang tawag dito, kapag may matinding stressor, dun sila talagang na, nagwawala. So what I'm saying is when in order for us to overcome stress, we need to be realistic on what is happening in the environment. Recognize how you feel about what is happening. Recognize it. But at the end of the day, we should always be optimistic. So iba, iba yung opti- classic optimism yan kasi dun sa toxic optimism, you are not acknowledging the reality. But in a realistic optimism, you're acknowledging the reality and at the back of your mind, you're giving the benefit of the doubt that everything will come into betterment. So, yun yung sa akin. Oh, wow. Sobrang informative and very inspiring nung shinir sa atin ni Sir Matthew. How about you po, Miss Hazel? Uh, anything to add? And kung ano po siguro yung common stressors na napapansin nyo with regards to a lot of people na nakakasalamuha natin everyday, especially since this pandemic? Ayan, so far, ang ganda ko sa ni Sir Matthew, parang feel ko, uh, ayun na, pang Miss University <laughs> Basically, yung maganda yun na stress is essential. It's actually parang innate sa sa nature natin, humans, because it keeps us alive, di ba? Parang, ewan ko, nagbibigay eh, na doon ng example kung bakit kailangan ng stress. Kasi if you're aware of the tempered glass na phenomenon, yung tempered glass, di ba? Nagagawa lang yung tempered glass through under stress, di ba? Kailangan, kailangan durugin siya, kailangan durugin, kailangan i-melt to the point na kailangan durog na durog the tiny pieces it's the same way with diamond para mag come up with a very strong tempered glass or a diamond it's the same way with our mind it's our bodies with our whole being as well and it's essential it's very important na we try to you know embrace it and gusto ko lang din i-add dito is yung our mind is great to the point that it has the capacity to make us or break us diba? parang nabanggit ni Sir Matthew a while ago yung mga yung perspective yung optimism which is good kasi Sobrang, ang ganda rin yung parang yung na-relate na yung difference between toxic positivity and positivity or optimism. Pero there are times din kasi kailangan talaga natin din i-embrace yung ating reality and to be positive about it. Diba? Parang, ang gusto ko lang i-add dito or yung gusto i-point out is yung automatic thought na auto, na, na experience natin. Diba? Parang at times, parang, ala, babagsak na ako. Parang mga ganun, diba? Usually, parang, may isip na natin, meron tayo kagat automatic thought, wala pa namang nangyayari pa. For example, sa COVID-19, 
eto ang taas ng case ah wala nang pag-asa ang kilos pag kumare sa business at nawalan ka ng job ah wala na kami kakainin bukas pero di ba dumaan yung bukas tapos buhay ka pa din di ba parang pag natin pangunahan yung thoughts natin and ang maganda dito is dapat aware tayo sa sabi nga kanina yung hinihingi sa akin yung mga stressors magandang alamin niyo ano yung mga stressors or triggers that would, you know, trigger a stressful response. For example, yung hindi yung just a fear of, you know, losing your job and all, but also yung mga triggers sa environment natin, sa family, sa friends, ano ba yung usual biases natin towards sa kanila. It's very important that we address this automatic thought kasi pag kung wari hindi natin ito na-address, sobrang napupunong na tayo ng ng negativity, di ba usually sinasabi din nila na you are what you eat or you are what you consume. If we kept on consuming negative things such as negative thoughts na parang inisip natin, ah, wala na akong pag-asa. Wala na akong mahanap na job. Parang ganun. Parang dinadown mo masyado sarili mo. And yun nga, yung mind natin, hindi lang yung may capacity to make or break us. Also our tongue or also our mouth. Pag sinasabi natin, so mas powerful yun kasi it could dictate our fate, di ba? Kaya it's very important that we are very careful sa mga sinasabi natin, hindi lang sa thoughts, kasi usually it could dictate our, you know, whole being. Kaya it's, ayun, address the automatic thoughts that we're currently, you know, experiencing. Para kung alam mo na kagad, ah, automatic thought ko is nagiging negative ako na, ay, ang pangit ko. Sipin mo, labanan mo yung automatic thought na yung sabihin mo, hindi, maganda ako, sila nga, o, oh, diba? Parang, beauty is relative. It's based on the eyes of the beholder, diba? Kaya, it's very important na pati tayo, sarili natin, ina-uplift natin. Kasi tayo na nga lang naka-uplift natin, pati tayo mismo, hindi natin kaya-uplift. So, yun lang po yung side ko. Yeah, so thank you po sa napaka-inspiring and very informative na answers from both of our May add up ako. Yes po. Kasi uh, I remember na sinabi ni Season automatic thoughts. Uh, this is what our brain was really designed to help us survive and not to make us happy. So just to be clear about this, uh, our brain was designed all throughout time to, to help us survive and not to make us happy. Kaya nga, mapapansin natin, bakit kaya every time ang automatic thoughts na pumapasok is something negative, something na, na magkukos ng anxiety, something na magkukos ng stress, di ba? Kahit sinasabi ng ibang tao na, ah, maganda ka naman, pero para sa'yo hindi, di ba? Parang, uh, parang your mind and your body is always pulling you back to your comfort zone, di ba? Kasi our body, our mind always wants us to be safe. But at some point, being safe does not make us happy. That is why human as we are with our self-consciousness because unlike the other animals, tayo lang yung may capacity na to override our instincts. Eh. And this is part of our instinct. Uh, the, neg- the, the negative and pessimistic mind. This is part of our animal instinct. But then we are human. We have this capacity to override whatever instincts that we have. That we can consciously and deliberately help ourselves to be happy. Despite our mind is naturally inclined to help us survive rather than be happy. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, sobrang inspirational and I think na pwedeng i-apply, i- lagi nating isaisip na at the end of the day, uh, na- nasa satin so that we could overcome all the things, all the negative thoughts that we are thinking. And let's now go to our second question. So as we mentioned po earlier, merong survey na nerelease yung SWS and according to that survey is 86% of adult Filipinos are stressed due to COVID-19. So ano naman po kaya sa tingin nyo, um, how does the new normal cause stress on adult Filipinos as well as on students? Miss Hazel naman po ang mauna this time. 
Siguro kasi um, nakaka-cause yan ng stress kasi disrupted yung life routine, di ba? Usually, sanay na yung katawan natin na papasok all, pasok sa work, may parang nade-define yung line between bahay and work. And pag kung wari hindi na yung nade-define yung line between work, school, then bahay, doon na nagkakaroon ng parang nagkakaroon, nagkakagulo na doon kasi sa bahay, yun yung comfort zone mo eh. Doon ka nagpapahinga, doon ka naglalaro ng games, doon naglalaro kang games, doon kayo kumakain, nag-spend time with your family. And ang siguro ang struggle din di, paano pag yung environment mo sa bahay is hindi rin ganun kaganda. Eh, pag doon ka nag-aaral o doon ka nag-work, parang sobrang lalanan sa mental health mo. Kaya usually, ito yung pinaka-struggle ng mga Filipinos or ng mga, hindi lang Filipinos, kundi sa ibang parts din. Kasi pati dito sa Oman, kasi usually lahat nag-shift na from face-to-face to online just to, you know, address the uh, risk of getting the COVID-19. And yun nga, kailangan mag-implement ng social distancing and all. Kaya it's causing stress talaga. And pag ganito na, um, na-implement yung, yung gantong kailangan mag-work at mag-school, mag-aral sa bahay na parang may modules and all. There are times na parang nawawalan tayo ng structure na alam mag-aaral ba ako ngayon? Parang wala ako sa mood, di ba? Ako, sinasabi ko sa iba na parang it's okay to, you know, to take your time. Pero there are times kasi na the school won't wait for you or the professor won't wait for you. I had a similar case as a client ko na hindi siya hinintay ng prof kaya binagsak siya kasi kaya yung workload and all. I mean, yung student load. Kaya ang usually sinasabi ko sa kanila is there are times na parang you have to push through with, you know, the requirements and all. Kasi this is um required or hindi ito yung things na beyond sa control natin. And yun nga, yagi kong pinapa, um, pinaparealize sa kanila na work can control, especially now na um, COVID-19 pandemic, lockdown, and kailangan online class. I'm not very familiar with ko ano yung process, especially for sa Philippines in terms of the, the schools, the learnings, and all. Pero what I know is, alam ko may binibigay na module, and kailangan nila mag-come up or magsagot doon. And then, magkakaroon sila ng a few hours a week para mag-meet to, to um, have their interaction with the professor. And there are times, ang reklamo ng students is sobrang daming workload. Sobrang daming, parang um, wala nang uh, tawag dito. Di ba, pagkawari may bagyo, walang pasok. So, syempre, nakaka-comply sila sa requirements kasi walang class. Di ba? Pero dito, kahit, kahit dyan, kahit pumagyo, walang hindi sila, walang, walang breather, walang breather time. Ang ginawa sa Mapuwa, which is good, siguro example ko lang, just in case may na may nanonood na professors dito or schools, eh, sa Mapuwa ginawa is, nagbigay sila ng one-week break, nakinig sila sa students, sa plea ng students, kasi um, nasa, tri- nasa trial and error pa rin tayong stage, eh, na hindi natin sure po effective ba yung online module or online learning. Eh, nagkaroon sila ng one-week breather to comply with all the tasks that they have. And ayun na, so far yun yung um, naging um, insights ko regarding this. Hindi ko alam, nakalungot ako na yung mismo question. <laughs> ayun po, thank you po. Actually po, ganun din po talaga yung nangyayari ngayon when it comes to the new normal learning system sa Philippines. Ganun din, masyado po actually maraming workload and siguro po too little, too little time to rest. So, ayan po, thank you po sa sagot nyo. And now, for Mr. Matt's answer naman po. Uh, I would really agree with that uh, finding 80 per- 86% uh, 
uh, the Filipinos are uh, having siguro some uh, significant stress to the point that it's giving them some emotional burdens. Now, uh, meron, uh, meron ako nabasang article actually. So dito daw, during this pandemic, may tatlong wave daw or tatlong phase. The first wave was the the physical health crisis wave. That was uh, siguro during the start, like February to uh, to May. Many people are really uh, uh, na-stress masyado, na-burn out masyado sa kung paano nila mapoprotektahan ang sarili nila laban sa COVID-19. So we were really worried about our health, right? Like marami mga nag-hoard sa, anong tawag dito, sa mga malls or grocery stores ng mga alcohol, ng mga tissue, mga masks. So talaga andun, parang lahat ng tao, they're trying to save their lives in order to uh, parang protect it from COVID-19. So that was the first wave. So the second wave that we felt this during June, July, August, the economic crisis wave, wherein mara, hindi naman COVID-19 ngayon ang stressor. Ang stressor naman ngayon is yung mga wala ng trabaho, di ba? Kasi, syempre, nung mga, siguro nung una, nakukuha pa nila yung part ng 13 months pay, pero ngayon, yung iba, talaga, nag, maraming nag-close na negosyo, maraming nawala ng trabaho, like, meron tayong mga, kilalang mga sikat na mga businesses, like, they've, they've been existing for how many years, as biglang, boom, di ba? I don't know if you're familiar with Airbnb, yeah, for how many years they've been working working their lives in order to grow the business but only one week nawala bigla ang kanilang uh, parang bumagsak ang negosyo. So that means maraming adjustment in terms of uh, sa mga parents like paano kortan ng anak and this also means na ayan, that, that's economic crisis. The third wave which is the biggest wave of all and which is happening now is the mental health crisis. That's why the topic of mental health has become parang mas naging aware ang mga tao dito. Hindi lang naman dito sa podcast na ito nag-uusap ng mental health. Eh. Almost all of the companies now, schools, are talking about mental health. Why? Because we are in the third wave, di ba? So bakit tayo nagkakaroon ngayon ng mga mental health crisis? So, very, very important doon yung stress na sinasabi natin. When I was studying uh, abnormal psychology in, uh, when I was still uh, a student in psychology, nagulat ako yung DSM-5 kasi yung DSM-5 para siyang libro, biblia ng mga mental disorder. Nagulat ako, meron doon tinatawag na adjustment disorder. So, adjustment disorder is closely similar to PTSD. Closely similar to PTSD. Adjustment disorder is when a person feels emotionally burdened, like anxiety is there, depression is there, palaging hindi mapakali, agitated, laging irritable. Parang ba, andun yung emotional distress because of a sudden and unwanted change. Itong COVID-19. Kaya maraming tao ang naka-undergo siguro nung tinatawag nating adjustment disorder. Okay? Now, siguro ang iba nakapag-adjust na. Pero for some, siguro hindi pa nakapag-adjust. For example, sa mga students, siguro nung mga simula ng pag-start pag ng pandemic or lockdown, parang hindi pa siguro na-feel para sa iba. Masaya to kasi anong tawag dyan, maraming time, di ba? Makapag-games, makapag-anong tawag dito, makapag-internet, makapag-chat sa friends, makapag-spend ng time sa bahay. So, masaya to. Pero nung nag-start ang class, doon na-feel ng kadalasan sa mga students yung tunay na adjustment. Di ba? So, online modules, di ba? And, and to think, ang mga teachers ngayon, ang mga schools, nag-a-adjust din. So, sabi ni Ms. Hazel kanina, nasa trial and error stage tayo ngayon. 
So, meaning to say, we are all in the experimental period. As a society, we are trying our best to adjust to this particular challenge na ngayon lang nangyari sa, sa atin. Eh. So, this is now the stressor. This is now the kind of adjustment that students are facing. And it affects their mental health, of course. Kasi uh, parang grief na rin yan. Eh. Parang pagluluksan na rin yan. Eh. Kasi merong na, nawala sa'yo. Like mga lifestyle mo dati. Tapos may nadag na parang may, may ibinigay sa'yo na unexpected and unwanted. Most of us siguro nasa parang uh, denial stage, anger stage. Iba yung familiar with the stages of grief. Di ba? Yung denial, anger, bargaining. Uh, wala, wala. Siguro may marami pa rin sa atin ngayon wala pa sa acceptance stage. Siguro doon pa sa atin yung anger stage. Ano ba to? Rado naman, nasa lang learning dito. Paano ko, ma, paano ko matututunan yan? Di ba? Sabi nga ni Ms. Hazel, these are some things na kung titignan natin, ang, ang tanong muna natin sa sarili natin, is this inside or outside of my control? Kasi if it is inside your control, then as much as possible, change it. Di ba? Change your environment if it is inside your control. But if it is outside your control, we cannot change the environment. We cannot change the reality. What we can change again is how we perceive that reality. And then our emotions will change how we perceive the reality. Diba? Kasi pag inisip natin, nako, pwede ko bang bawasan yung mga assignments ko? Siguro pwede na kung sasabihan ko yung mga kaklase ko, mag-petition tayo, sabihan natin si sir na anong ganyan, yung, mga, yung masyadong torture to si sir, pwede ganun siguro. Pero kapag hindi madaan sa ganun, then I think that the last resort will be uh, to adjust with the situation. So I think uh, that, that's one way. And uh, I guess... Uh, we are, oh, maraming nasi-stress ngayon, but uh, later on siguro pag-usapan natin kung paano i-cope ito. But this is really a valid thing today. And it is normal to be stressed. It is it is okay not to be okay, but only for some time. So, yun. Ayan po. Thank you po. Okay, so, for our third question, so for PUP po kasi, the new normal learning or online and modular classes started po last October 5 lang. And do you think po, in your own opinions, are uh, yung learn from home setup is much more stressful than face-to-face for students, for faculty members, and kung bakit po nagiging super stressful niya. So, right. So, uh, this is still in connection dun sa mga sinabi ko kanina. Alright. I think mas stressful siya for now. For now, ha? So, we are again in uh, all of us are adjusting. The students are adjusting. Parents are adjusting. The school teachers are adjusting. The administrators and the school owners are adjusting. We are all in the adjustment phase. We don't know for sure, siguro, uh, for some months, na daan ito. I don't know if things will get easier, but uh, that, that is really sure, that the things will re- really get easier. But compared to the person-to-person uh, in, uh, schooling uh, system, uh, we are not yet sure. We are not yet sure. Pero ang meron silang mga pros and cons eh. Say for example, uh, sa face-to-face learning, like uh, the, the, the traditional and the typical uh, schooling uh, setting na nakasanayan natin na pupunta sa school, papasok sa klase, di ba? Ang mga pros kasi doon is makakasama mo yung mga friends mo, di ba? So, makakausap mo yung mga klase mo, like gusto mo magipag-brainstorming, mabilis lang eh, di ba? So, ando yung mga pros doon. Although nagagawa natin sa mga virtual, nakakapag-usap pa rin, pero iba pa rin yung pag-aawakan mo yung kaibigan mo, nababatukan mo, o di kaya na 
possible na parang yung interaction ng touch. So, yun yung mga pros ng uh, traditional schooling. So, ano, another pros is uh, mabilis kang makipag-interact. So, walang, walang masyadong limit. Ang mga cons doon is, syempre, kailangan mong mag-prepare ng uh, pag-umaga. Gigising ka na maaga. Diba? You, st- you need to spend some uh, three hours in order to prepare and go to school kasi alam mo, traffic. So, maraming nasasayang na oras. So, yun yung mga disadvantages. Sa, ho- uh, sa home-based schooling naman, uh, ang, uh, ang advantage niya is uh, hindi mo na kailangan masyado ng mga preparations. Like, marami kang matitipid na oras. Diba? And control mo yung time mo, actually. Diba? May mga kakilala ako na, although, uh, anong tawag dyan, uh, four hours ang kanilang klase kasi recorded, pwede nilang gawing two hours. Diba? Kasi fast forward ko nilang to. Parang um, pwede mo siyang i-tailored fit sa sarili, mong, uh, sa sarili mong condition or situation. Pero ang mga disadvantage nga doon is... Uh, Uh, yung walang masyadong interaction with friends. Diba? So, mahirap. Kasi dati-dati kapag stress tayo sa school na, na nasishare natin kaagad. Eh. Although magagawan siguro ng paraan like virtual talking pa din. Siguro for now talagang uh, let's wait. Let's wait for some months uh, na magsasubside itong adjustment natin. I, I, I am sure that things will get easier. Things will get easier. And for now, uh, ito lang naman ang pinaka-the best nating magagawa eh. Diba? Unless kung ititigil natin totally yung klase. Pwede yun. Sa inyo din yun, diba? Pero I'm not sure if that is productive for our country kasi mababawasan yung literacy rate and at the same time yung uh, pagbangon natin ng economy in the, in, the late, in the later part of our transition. So for now, that's the best thing that we can do. And uh, for students na nasa-stress ngayon, uh, don't worry kasi siguro uh, it will, it will, it, this will just pass. Babalik din tayo sa normal. And everything will just be uh, will just be the same as before. Okay po. Ayun. Ayan. So, ayun. Salamat po ulit sa magandang sagot nyo when it comes to the situation right now. So, next naman po for the one who's going to answer, uh, Ms. Hazel po. Okay. Yung akin actually, it's a good thing. I agree with Sir Matthew. Yung ang ganda na nilatag yun na yung pros and cons. Pero, I mean, maganda yun kasi na nadidifferentiate na yung ano ba yung nagigain natin sa sitwasyon na to and ano yung nawawala sa atin. Diba? Pero syempre, wala na tayo magagawa. This is beyond our control. What we can do is to comply. Um, recently, siguro two weeks ago, I conducted another, a webinar regarding this, catering home-based uh, learning. And based on research, mas na-comply or mas, mas, um, mas naka-adjust ng mabuti yung mga mga students na naka-home-based na from art kasi wala masyadong adjustment kasi nag-aaral sila online learning, nag-aaral sila sa bahay, so wala masyadong adjustment compared sa mga face-to-face na learning na na disrupted yung life routine nila. Struggle siguro na nakita ko sa students or sa kids nowadays is yung walang recess, walang baon, walang yung mga benefits na usual na nililook forward ng students. Parang ano yun eh, parang token economy, parang token nila yun eh, yun yung ginagain nila pagpasok sa school. Diba? Pagko-communicate, pag-interact. And siguro ang another struggle for yung students nowadays is yung walang break. Parang nawawalan kasi nung set schedule. Kasi diba parang sabi ni Sir Matthew kanina is parang ang good thing is you are able to control your time. So maganda yun na pwede mong form 4 hours, pwede mong itone down to 2 hours. Ang siguro hindi maganda dun sa sa mga sa capacity mo to control time is minsan wala time discipline. Na parang diba 4 hours lang to pero 
naglaro ka ng games in between module, naglaro ka or nag-chat ka or nag-drama ka, parang imbis na 4 hours lang yung gugugulin mong time, parang naging 10 hours na siya. And mas nakakapagod din kasi hindi mo pa natatap yung kailangan mong gawin. Kaya it's very important na we should be disciplined, we should have a schedule, we should have a sense of structure to help us cope din, di ba? Kasi hindi lang students ang nanghihirapan ngayong pandemic, kundi professors din. I know na they have to relearn a lot of things na parang alam, bago din sa kanila yung Zoom, bago rin sa kanila. Lalo na pag, walang, pag hindi sila techie, Kaya I hope na sa both sides, hindi lang students, hindi professors, be considerate with your students and students, be considerate with your professors since lahat nga tayo sa pandemic, trial and error to. And I hope na we should continue hoping for the best na we'll, that things will go back to normal and I, I, things will get back to normal soon. So, yun lang po. Ayan po, thank you po sa maganda niyong sagot. And totoo naman po na it is a matter of acceptance, pero wala naman po, again, wala po tayong valid time na naset when it comes for us to accept how things have been progressing with our lives lately. Our last question po, ngayon po kasi maraming mga families na kasama na po yung work at home setup and school setup nila in one household. So, paano po kaya since ngayong pandemic at magkakasama tayong lahat, paano po kaya maimamanage ng bawat membro ng pamilya na ma-recognize po yung stress and maiwasan po hopefully yung mga misunderstandings and arguments at home. So, um, kay Ms. Hazel po. Oh, okay. Actually, so far, medyo nakaka-relate ako just sa question na yan. To be honest, I struggled with that question kasi sobrang hirap pag alam mo matagal kang nasa bahay, lockdown, tapos there are times na ang daming time na to spend time with your family. And there are times na parang, di ba nagkakasawaan na, parang there are times na nagkakaroon na ng misunderstandings, miscommunications, and conflicts which is hindi natin may iwasan. What we did, Siyempre, nagkaroon kami ng a few weeks of, you know, of turmoil. A few weeks of trying to adjust with our behaviors, di ba? But what we did is we tried to, you know, understand each other. We tried to be open up. We tried to voice out. Kasi there are times ina-assume natin, di ba, na pinagalit ba to, galit ba siya, di ba? Parang hindi naman natin alam kasi we are just assuming, di ba? It's very important that we clear out, that we communicate what we feel and we communicate that they can communicate what they feel para we'll reach a consensus, diba? Dapat ang key dito is awareness. Are we aware sa pinagdadaanan nila? Are, are they aware sa pinagdadaanan ko? Kasi kung hindi kayo nagkakaintindihan o hindi nagkakadikit or nagkakasundo yung line, mag- mahihirapan kayong mag-emend yung sugat, ba? Kasi usually now, I mean, based on research, mas tumaas yung abuse, mas tumaas yung abuse, yung family abuse yung mga wives, di ba, battered wives, parang tumaas siya this lockdown. And sobrang, tawag dito, sobrang nakakatakot tong um, news. Diba? Kasi ang, ang key dito is hindi sila aware sa pinagdadaanan nilang side. Pag salita kayo ng salita both sides, wala nangyayari, di ba? Kaya as much as possible, please communicate. Ang usual na balik na tanong sa akin dito is, Paano pag pinamunicate ko naman po, hindi naman po sila nakikinig? Paano pag sinabi ko naman po yung side ko, si mama, si papa, ang iniisip nila sa akin, maaaring sabi ako, madrama daw ako, kayanin ko daw. Ito yung mga statements, invalidating statements ko, na ini-invalidate yung emotions mo. And these are the statements na beyond sa control natin, di ba? 
uh, what we can do is, you know, try to reshift your focus or your perspective. Isipin mo na, ah, okay, hindi nila naiintindihan yung side ko. Go back and educate them, di ba? It's a constant cycle. Actually, kami din, parang matagal-tagal din namin um, tinrayo yung best namin na to communicate and to educate about mental health. Kasi not all families are aware or are accepting the concept ng mental health. Eh, as much as possible, um, try your best to educate them about mental health. So, yun lang po. Ayan, napaka-importante naman po talaga na magkaroon tayo ng proper communication between members of the family para tahimik and less arguments ang mangyayari habang nag-work at tag-aaral tayo at the same time. Punta naman tayo kay Sir Matthew and his right. insights on the question. Okay. Siguro my uh, my answer would just be a continuation with uh, Miss Hazel's uh, answers. Ano nakuha ko isang pinaka keyword dun kay Miss Hazel kanina is yung assume. Eh. Parang uh, in of in the family maraming conflict ang nangyayari dahil sa pag-assume. Yung naganyan yung mga maraming misunderstanding, maraming conflicts, di ba? Like uh, for example, mga typical na mga assumption is ah, alam naman niya na mahal ko siya. Ba't di ko na sasabihin, no? Parang alam naman niya ganyan na, na nag-adjust ako ganito ganyan. So parang para marami tayong alam pero Always assuming things, especially when it comes to our family, will really just lead to many conflicts. Now, just going back to the question, na talagang uh, maraming adjustments kasi hindi lang naman na students ang nasa bahay ngayon na nag-aaral, pati din mga parents nagtatrabaho, work from home, di ba? So parang ang daming mga adjustments kasi kahit, for example, sila nanay habang nag-work from home, nagkikipag-meeting, nagluluto din pala ng sinigang, di ba? So parang ang daming adjustments. So ang pinaka-importante siguro, kasi we are all adjusting and we are in this experimental stage, trial and error stage. Nothing beats the old uh, old way of parang family meeting. Hindi siya norm ngayon eh. I don't know, but it is not a norm now, di ba? Parang nakakapanibago kapag say for example sasabihin ng tatay sabihin ng anak ah, pwede po po tayong mag-meeting mamaya mga alas tres di <laughs> ano to di ba pero I think uh, that's one of the missing uh, missing strategy na hindi natin na maximize masyado kasi lagi tayo nag-assume eh, especially sa family but this here's the thing di ba nagpaplano tayo sa mga bagay na importante di ba ang mga bagay na importante pinag-meetingan for example itong podcast na ito before tayo nag-start meron tayong orientation meron tayong meeting di ba kasi importante eh pero, di ba family important din? Actually, a family can make or break a person. Talala natin, pag okay ang family mo, kompleto, okay na yan eh. Pero sometimes it can also break, especially when the family environment is very toxic. Pag maraming mga tawag dyan, violence, aggression, yung sinasabi ni Ms. Hazel kanina, yung uh, may mga domestic violence, that's very toxic. So, okay sa mga taong may magandang family, walang problema ang work from home or learning from home. Pero kapag ang family environment is toxic, that can uh, that can also really affect the person. Ideally sana, say for example, kung uh, kasi nag-adjust nga tayo, maganda sanang may meeting na mangyari. Like, uh, kasi ginagawa din namin to usually sa family namin. Eh. So, although yung family namin is a typical religious na conservative-minded family but okay lang yan kasi uh, eventually kapag natuturuan na-educate sila, ikaw mismo mag-educate sa kanila magiging open din sila kahit papano. Eh. Although, hindi ganun kabilis. Right? Now, ang mga, mga examples sa mga problems ngayon sa mga adjustment like work from home ang parents tapos ang anak uh, uh, learning from home. Di ba minsan kapag nag-aaral yung anak o may kausap na teacher tapos may biglang papasok na na oh, kakain na! Oh, kakain na tayo dito! Hindi marirespect 
yung boundary, kumbaga. So, ang maganda, may meeting dapat. So, for example, mag-set sila ng expectation. O, oh, sasabihin ng tatay, ako may trabaho ako from this time to this time, tapos hindi ako pwedeng disturbohin sa ganitong oras, ha? Eh, ganun din si Bunso, ganun din si anak. So, while ikaw ang free dito sa oras na ito, pwede bang ikaw muna ang magpakain kay Bantay o kay Tagpi? O, kaya si, uh, anong tawag dito? Kasi wala kang, ikaw naman Bunso, kasi wala kang klase after dinner, pwede bang ikaw maghugas? Kasi parang mga ganun, parang let's try to tailor fit the situation based on our uh, needs and based on our concerns. And nothing beats the uh, the old and traditional family meeting. Dati o, oh, uso yan eh. Pero ngayon, hindi na siya nauuso kasi maraming nang nag-assume. And uh, kung hindi man open ang mga parents, pwedeng tayo mismo siguro muna mag-initiate. Try to uh, give them the advantage. Diba, ma? Kasi uh, mas maganda sana mag-meeting. Kung hindi ka close masyado sa tatay mo, pwedeng ipadaan mo sa nanay mo. Ma, pwedeng masabihan si tatay na mag-meeting tayong ganito. Yung advantage kasi nito is parang uh, hindi tayo madidisturbo eh. I, mean, I, I know, uh, each family has different uh, different relationship styles and uh, the way they interact with each other. Pero kung magagawa sana natin yun, that would really be a great help. Wow, grabe. Sobrang nakaka... Um, im- laki nung impact nung sentence na a family can make or break a person. We'll say na sobrang relatable and nakita natin siya. Nakita ako siya personally sa social media with a lot of posts from some of my friends and some other acquaintances na importante na yung family mo since you're technically you're stuck with them during this quarantine. Uh, we all have to learn how to get along with each other and respect each other's boundaries. And so thank you so much po for the answers na binigay ng ating guest uh, speakers. Truly, alam ko na sobrang nakaka-inspire and nakakatulong to sa lahat ng ating mga listeners. Pero bago po tayo matungo sa next nating segment, which is the Q&A, wherein uh, bababasahin po natin yung questions ng ating audiences. For our speakers to answer, um, ipapamahagi po muna natin yung mga kan- tang napili ng ating kapwa PUPian. So, ika nga ni Roy Ayers, the true beauty of music is that it connects people. So, sama-sama po tayong makijamming and feel the love. This is Todo Naturalist. Bakit mahirap sumabay sa agos ng iyong mundo? Nagtataka, simple lang naman sanang buhay kung ika'y matino. Hit mata 
Kung iaalay ang buwan at araw Pati pa sa patos kong suong Nagtatunong Simple lang naman sanang buhay Kung ika'y lumayo Sasamahan ka sa tamis Sasamahan ka sa dilim Sasamahan ka hanggang langit Sasamahan ka sa tamis Sasamahan ka sa pain Sasamahan ka sa dilim Sasamahan ka hanggang langit Sasamahan ka Oh, 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 oh,
Mm-hmm.
po. So, we are back again after our break. Yun. So, love is in the air dito sa The Trans Podcast. I agree, Mare. Ramdam na ramdam ko talaga yung mga kanta kanina kahit single ako ngayon. Pero anyway, <laughs> but anyway, it was such a nice conversation with our resource speakers kanina, no partner? Yes. Sobrang dami nilang insights and ideas tsaka mas lalo nilang naipaintindi kung baga without using such technical words para maintindihan ng lahat ng nakikinig sa atin. Exactly. So for now, let's continue our discussion. Pero pumunta naman tayo sa ating chat room. So sa questions ng ating audience. Ayan po. For our first question from our audience, from Julius, uh, how to deal daw po with a person who does not want to get help for their issues to the point daw na it is becoming detrimental to their own mental health. So should we just let them go even if it may worsen their mental health issue or should we endure them in exchange of letting our own mental health suffer ayan po so um miss hazel po if you could answer yeah hello i'm back <laughs> usually pag ganun sa pag nagiging cause of stress na yung pag yung kaibigan kasi diba usually ang unang takbuhan ng kaibigan is hindi parents eh diba Usually, they tend to, you know, confide with their friends, with their best friends, with their boyfriends or girlfriends whenever they have problems, especially with their mental health. Pero there are times, sinasabi ko, is choose your battles wisely. There are times na some battles are not meant to be, you know, meant to be battled for. Parang there are times we need, you know, we need to refer them to seek professional help. Kasi there are times na, you know, we have our limits. It's very important that we know our limits. Surely, di ba ikaw, hindi ka ng kahit mental health practitioner ka. Kumari ako, tapos kumari, if I, my significant one is having problems with his mental health, magkakaroon ng biases sa side ko. Kumari, isetry ko siyang i-address. There are times na we need to seek professional help to provide, you know, optimum treatment for to treat kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan ng friend mo or what. Kasi it's very important not take over kasi it may cause harm. It may cause harm than good. Pag, kung nga pipilit natin gamutin sila. At times, baka tayo rin apektohan na rin yung mental health natin. So, yun. Choose your battles wisely and know your limits. Okay po. Thank you po. For Mr. Doming's answer. So, based on my experience, most of yung may mga mental health concerns or problems, they hunger for help. They really thirst for help. Most of the time, ah, uh, parang uh, some people would choose not to share their problems or not to accept help when they have experienced a lot of uh, parang uh, may mga nag-attempt sa kanilang tumulong pero hindi naman pala sila natulungan di kaya ay uh, for example siguro dun sa taong yun na tumanggi siyang mag-share ng problems siya baka marami siyang experiences in the past na invalidate yung feeling niya so perhaps uh, some people would choose not to share their feelings to us or their uh, mental health concerns to us if uh, they think that that uh, you cannot really provide uh, the necessary help that he or she needs. So, say, for example, uh, kaibigan, no? tapos uh, karoon siya ng idea dati na, ay, hindi naman matutulungan ito kasi gagawin lang joke-joke to, di ba? Parang sabihin lang, ay, naku, ikaw pa, kaya mo yan, naku, ano ba yan? Di ba? Kasi, uh, may mga, di ba, sometimes mga kaibigan, sanay tayo sa ganun, may ginagawa nating joke lahat eh. To the point na, may mga times na kailangan, kailangan natin seryosohin yung mga bagay-bagay. I had this uh, very sad, uh, uh, very sad uh, experience ng isang kliyente. Kasi, yung kaibigan niya talaga humingi na ng tulong sinasabi niya sa kanya ng papakamatay ako papakamatay tapos ginawa lang nilang joke-joke ikaw papakamatay sige papakamatay ka di ba so uh, at 
Love, uh, parang mga madaling araw, tumawag sa kanya yung kaibigan. Siyempre, tulog siya, no? Kasi sinabi niya, sis, mapakamatay na ako. Sabi niya, ano ba yan? Ano? Bukas na kasi, tutulog pa ako. Yung parang ginagawa nilang joke. Pero nang nag-video chat sila, nag-right then and there, nagpakamatay yung best friend niya sa harap niya. Pero buti na lang nagapan. Buti na lang nagapan talaga. Kasi nakita niya talaga na nagkosa kanya ng mga trauma yun. Kasi nakita niya mismo. Yun sa video chat na, na anong tawag dyan, na nag naghang ng yung kanyang best friend sa sarili niya. So, for in this case, uh, for us as friends, if we're really concerned about... Uh, The, the things that are happening uh, within our friends. Sometimes it is also good to uh, may, uh, to take uh, things seriously. Especially kapag sinabi nila magpapakamatay sila, naku, seryosohin po talaga natin yan. Seryosohin po talaga natin yan. Uh, you can give them the necessary resources like, uh, sis, baka hindi um, nakatulong to pag-uusap natin ngayon, baka pwede mo itong tawagan, no? Itong suicide, uh, parang hotline na ito, mga nakatulong sila actually. And uh, if you really want to, uh, to build uh, that kind of trust, siguro you can start uh, when your friend is telling something, why not start listening? Just listen. Kasi studies have shown that uh, uh, when you listen to a person, hindi ka mag-advise, hindi ka magsasabi ng kung ano, kahit makinig ka lang, tapos ipa-feel mo sa kanya na talagang nakikiisa sa, ta, sa pagdurusa niya, 70% of the problem fades away. Kasi natulungan mo yung, kasi ang taong mismo may problema, usually alam nila ang gagawin eh. Kailangan lang nila ng opportunity para maging objective yung problema at ma-process yun. And sometimes, a listening friend is very, very hard. Pero, rule of the thumb, kapag ayaw talaga, huwag pilitin. Okay? Sapat na siguro yung assurance na, sis, if ever uh, gusto mo mag-share, andito lang ako, kakayanin natin to. So, basta tawagan mo lang ako yung just one call away. Pwede ganun. So talagang totoo nga naman na sometimes a listening friend is all a friend needs. <laughs> Sobrang inspiring and helpful yung ganong uh, advice and uh, outlook about the question from our speakers. So now let's go to our next question from Miss Daniela. She said, um, how to deal and cope with stress, especially if it is already manifesting physical effects such as allergies, memory loss, and such? Or is it really true that stress is one of the causes that those effects happen? So put naman tayo kay Sir Macuto. So thank you for that wonderful question. When I was studying in uh, in psychology, nung masteral pa ako, I had this subject health psychology. I was very surprised. Sinasabi dun na subject na yon is psychological and physical health are closely related. Very, very closely related. To the point that sometimes the major cause of our illnesses is stress. Talking about chronic illnesses such as hypertension, diabetes, gout, arthritis, cardiac arrest, lahat pala yun, meron at merong contribution ang stress. More stressful ang tao, the more vulnerable he or she is to physical illnesses or disorders. For example, meron din akong uh, kliyente. Nagkaroon siya ng uh, yun, vitiligo ba yan? Yung sa skin. Yung makating, parang uh, sa allergy. And it is because, mo, ang sabi naman ng doktor, okay naman yung mga, mga vital signs mo. Okay naman yung mga cholesterol, ganyan, yung mga chemical sa katawan. Most likely sa stress yan. For example, yung lolo ko, nagkaroon ng mild stroke mong stroke nakaraan. Tinignan yung mga vital signs, okay, talagang maganda. Most likely sa stress yun. And basically, stress, because it is re- closely related to fear, 
because it is closely related to anxiety and anxiety is one of the most uh, parang uh, one emotion na talagang malaki ang kanyang physical manifestation. Simple example lang, di ba kapag tayo ay kinakabahan minsan, natatae tayo, di kaya parang pinagpapawisan, naging fidgety tayo. Kasi anxiety triggers physical manifestation. Such as this. So, totoo po yan. Kaya, ang pinaka-importante is uh, kapag meron ng ganun, go, uh, go first to a doctor. Patingin mo muna yung uh, mga sakit, laboratory, lahat yan. Then kapag sa stress nga, then you can, also, you can always go to a psychologist or mental health professional. So, thank you po for that answer, Sir Matthew. Ms. Hazel, kayo naman po. Actually, yung sa akin, similar with Sir Matthew's response, I'm just going to echo what he said. Kasi it's very important as practitioners of mental health to rule out if, if pag merong medical diagnosis or merong medical illness or medical illness. Kasi it's very important na baka meron talagang medical illness na nage-exist na, parang na nakaka-apekto na. At times, meron talagang ganung case para mas malaman o matreat natin better yung mismo symptom. But there are times na syempre na kahit pumuntahan na sa doktor and at the same time sinabi ng doktor wala eh I mean walang problem meron akong ganong klaseng uh, meron akong parang pinasensya sa case study namin na merong patient na pumunta na sa doktor parang papalipat-lipat na siya tapos parang sinasabi na wala naman wala namang uh, tawag dito nakikitang any medical illness pero merong symptom Diba? So, siguro, this is the best time for you to go to and seek professional help ng general psychologist. At, at times, para minsan kailangan ng medication, kailangan din pumunta sa psychiatrist. Psychologist and psychiatrist can work hand-in-hand to treat symptoms of kung ano man yung nararamdaman nila. Thank you po for the answer, Ma'am Hazel. Uh, for the next question po from James, how do we keep our motivation, especially in this new normal? And some tips daw po on how to stop stressing about the things in our surroundings. So, ayun po, let's start with Ma'am Hazel. So, yun lang. Siguro, i-relate ko na lang siya ulit sa sinabi ni Sir Matthew regarding sa stress kanina. It's a matter of perspective, optimism, para maging motivated tayo. Siguro yung tips lang na masasabi ko is look for sources of strength. Diba? It's very important kung saan tayo kukuha ng lakas ng loob kasi there are times na minsan nakakapanghina talaga yung sitwasyon natin. Especially now we're presented with a very negative material sa me- social media, sa, sa media. Diba? Parang very toxic. Tapos yung nangyayari pa sa government all. Look for sources of strength. Ang siguro susunod na tip is establish a support system, di ba? It's very important na meron tayong support system na makakausap kung wari pag noon na de-demotivate tayo. Parang safe person, di ba? Establish a safe person. Parang there are times na pwede mo itong makausap. Parang, uy, a friend, medyo nagda-down ako late. You cheer me up, di ba? Parang there are times na parang sobrang empowering na makarinig ng encouraging words from someone you, you know, you treasure and you value. Ang third siguro um, is generate a new hobby. It's very important na to, you know, to have new hobbies, to generate new learning or new skills, ba? Para mawala yung nakikita nating stress so far. Parang mawala yung mga thoughts of stressful things. Parang nasishare yung focus from new things, diba? So, yan lang po yung akin. Ayan po. Thank you po. And for Mr. Doming naman po. Okay. So, uh, I'd like to start with this sentence. Our mind is always conscious of something. Sa Tagalog pa, lagi may pinapansin yung utak natin. 
merong laman at laman ng uh, utak natin meron at merong pinapansin yan may may laman yung uh, may may attention yan say for example uh, kapag ikaw ay pagkatapos mo mag mag assignment humiga ka bigla may naisip kang something yeah? so uh, most likely kapag uh, ang mga napapansin natin ang napapansin kadalasan ng ating utak yung mga bagay na binibigyan natin ng importansya binibigyan natin ng tamang importance. Say, for example, kung uh, para sa importante ang school, mapapansin mo sa environment mo yung mga bagay na related dun sa school. Yeah? Kung importante sa iyo ang beauty, ma- mapapansin mo sa kapaligiran mo yung mga bagay na related sa beauty. Say, for example, kapag pupunta ka sa mall, kung ikaw, very important para sa ang beauty, mas may kita mo yung mga lipstick, may kita mo yung mga makeup, pero kapag wala ka naman pakialam doon, ang, 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 ang focus mo is studies, hindi ka pupunta doon, pupunta ka sa national bookstore kasi maghahanap ka ngayon ng libro. So basically, our mind is always conscious of something, especially when that something is important. Okay. Now, marami magiging distraction kapag marami din parang wala tayong walang walang uh, unifying factor yung isip natin walang unifying factor that's why magiging less ang distraction magiging less ang mapapansin ng ating utak kapag meron tayong unif- unifying factor unifying thought unifying importance sometimes that unifying factor is a long term goal sometimes that unifying factor is a long term goal say for example may goal ka na gusto kong magkaroon ng uh, financial freedom siguro in the in the later in the later point of my life or gusto ko makatulong o makabawi sa aking pamilya say for example yung unifying factor mo now yung mga ginagawa mo dapat i-relate mo doon palagi sa unifying factor na yun or sa goal na yun para hindi ka ma-distract for example nag-aaral ka ako i-coconnect ah, itong ginagawa ko yun kasi para to sa long term goal ko na makabawi sa pamilya ko mas magiging less distracted uh, distracted ka kasi for example pag may sinabi ng kaklase mo hey ML tayo tatanggihan ko ba to or uh, sasali ako sa game nila tatanggihan ko to kasi hindi naman yun related sa sa goal ko eh ito yung related sa goal ko eh so basically in order to maintain your motivation always think of that long term goal na lahat tayo meron di ba so basically always maintain that long-term goal. Na every time na madidistract ka, tandaan mo lang yun. Tandaan mo lang. Para kanino ba ako gumigising? Para saan ba ako gumigising? Yeah. So, yun yan. Wow! Napakagandang insights naman ang ating narinig sa ating mga speakers. Sabi nga ng ating kasama sa ating technical team, ang daming pwedeng quotable quotes na galing sa ating mga speakers. Wow, okay. So, punta naman tayo sa ating final question for this segment. So, galing siya kay Victor. So, ang sabi niya, Thank you po for helpful insight. I'm really loving this podcast as a way to help students in achieving mental health wellness. My question is for those students who are, let's say, less fortunate or having hard times connecting due to this new normal. Researches show that lack of re- resources can contribute to less mental health wellness. In extension, poorer students suffer more with mental health issues. How can they achieve or keep track with their mental health wellness in this status quo? So, si Sir Matthew naman po ang ating unang alamin ang insights about this question. Okay. For me, uh, when, when we talk about this issue, we have two possible perspectives. First perspective is the social perspective or the macro perspective. So when we talk about macro perspective, it is plainly uh, the reality that talagang less, the less fortunate talagang mahirap para sa kanila. Itong nangyayari ngayon. Looking at the societal perspective, the societal point of view, 
talagang mahirap kasi wala silang masyadong resources. Internet, okay lang siguro sa mga nakaka-afford. Pero para sa, para sa kanila, yung 1,500 per month na pang internet, malaking bagay na yun. Kasi for some of them, uh, yung minsan, 1,000 nga lang yung kinikita for one month. May iba na yung 1,500 mismo. Kaya talagang uh, in the societal level, the way we look at it in the macro scale, it is some, minsan somehow impossible for them to cope up eh. Diba? Although the government is uh, doing some ways para makapag-adjust, uh, hindi man siguro ganun ka, ka-effective compared sa mga nakaka-afford. Pero for example, yung sa DepEd ngayon, di ba, merong specific channel sa TV na every 8 o'clock, merong ganitong subject sa para sa ganitong year. Di ba, ganun. So okay din yan, maganda din. Tapos yung uh, module din, di ba, yung pinupunta ng mga teachers, yung papasubmit. Although it is not as efficient and effective compared sa mga nakaka-afford talaga ng internet at yung mga typical online class natin. But somehow it is uh, it is working. Somehow it is working. Now um, that is, is the so- social perspective. Sobrang hirap. Pero may mga konting mga pamamaraan ang ginagawa ng ating gobyerno para matulungan sila. In the individual perspective, this is now uh, the thing that I cannot really speak for all of those experiencing this kind of experiences. Kasi individual nga eh. So depende sa experiences. Kasi if uh, nangyari sa akin yan, because I also came from a very poor family. Kung sa akin nangyari yan, I will really find a way to uh, to learn. Because I have this long-term goal na gusto kong uh, umalis sa kahirapan at gusto kong mag-establish ang sarili kong buhay. That is me as an individual. I don't know for my neighbor. I don't know for them. Diba? So for me, I can speak in myself that I, I have to do my best. I have to do my best to, uh, to overcome this situation. Is it within my control? No, it's not, within, it's not within my control. But it is within my control to do the best individual steps that I can do my best in myself to accommodate and adapt in this very challenging situation. I cannot speak for Pedro who is my neighbor is also less fortunate. But I think he's also doing his best. But in the individual level the best thing is siguro at our own at our own way. How can we uh, adapt? Diba? Pero in the social level talagang challenging ito. We cannot deny it. So thank you po Sir Matthew for your answer. Talaga nga naman siguro na iba-iba tayo ng pinagdadaanan and iba-iba tayong tao. So the way we respond to different problems would probably be different as well. Kay naman po Miss Hazel, ano po ang ating insights about the question from the um, sa akin? Napaisip ako habang nag-share si Sir Matthew. Ang ganda ng concept niya ng socialism and then individualism. Sobrang laking gap nun. At the same time, yung concept of individuality na emphasize din doon. Yung sa socialism na. Siguro, I'll just share some experience. Ako, personally, yung family ko were, uh, dito, were in the middle class to higher than that siguro ngayon. Pero dati din, parang hindi kami masyado naghirap in terms of, you know, with studies and all. Pero, I, what I've experienced is I adopted a community in Baseco, Tondo, and I got to I got an opportunity to live with them or to you know interact with them for a few months because it's part of you know my advocacy feed hope and sobrang lala sobrang lalo nangyari din sa kanila mabot sa point na siguro i-share ko lang to ah just to encourage you all na naghihirap or nag I mean may pinagdadaanan ngayon yung sa kanila is naranasan ko pong magbalat ng um yung Uh, garlic, di ba? Parang sako-sako yun eh. So, ibibigay nila yung sa restaurant sa malapit sa tondo. So, ang isang sako is makukuha lang nila is dapat 50 pesos. Yung isang sako ah, 50 pesos. Pero minsan, binabalik sa kanila is sa 30 pesos. 
30 to 40 pesos lang. Yung minsan, yung income nila is maabot sa point na parang 100 pesos lang. Minsan, per week. Tapos, minsan, yung mga families sila doon na ganun. Parang sobrang lala nung nangyayari doon. Tapos, may namita ko doon, student, sobrang grabe yung pagiging practicality niya. Feel ko talaga kahit mahirap ka, feel ko kahit may, you know, you lack resources. Pero kung practical ka, kung hiheramin ka yung concept ay yung term ni Sir Matthew na long-term goal. Kasi yung long-term goal nitong student na to is makatapos. Kasi wala pa sa buong family nila na nakakatapos. Wala pa sa buong family nila naging high school graduate. Nung natuwa sila, nang bigla siya naging high school graduate. Laking tuwa nung community dun para nag-celebrate sila as a whole kahit wala silang pang-celebrate. Pero yung the fact na may nakapagtapos dun sa community nila ng high school, parang ang laking factor nun sa kanila. Kaya feel ko, if you, ha- if you lack resources, go back to your long-term goal. Try to find a way. I know a lot of us is doing our best to come up and to comply with the requirements. It's very important na, you know, to reshift your focus, be positive, be practical, and a lot of things. If ever man wala kang uh, tablet or wala kang, uh, wala kang laptop or minsan wala kang resources, find a way. Feel ko naman, hindi ka naman pagkakait ng Diyos na, di ba na, parang to the point na wala ka talagang makukuhaan ng way to, you know, to study and all. A lot of, there are a lot of programs sa government that could help. There are a lot of NGOs that could actually help you. If ever man may nakikinig dito ngayon sa na parang kailangan ng tulong, feel ko, reach out to me, feel ko I can refer you to an NGO that could actually address your needs. So I'm also affiliated with some NGOs that could help and that are providing scholarship with students kasi kailangan magbigay tayo ng opportunity sa students and all. Ang kailangan lang siguro nila is yung will. Kailangan lumaban tayo kasi mahirap na yung life and all. Pero as much as possible, pag may hope, pag naniniwala kayo na kaya nyo, magpatuloy. So, yun lang po Ayun, maraming maraming salamat po sa magagandang sagot na binigay niyo. So, truly po, uh, do not be afraid to ask for help. And although we are all in different times, we must always be considerate sa lahat ng pinagtadaanan ng mga tao ngayon. So, again po, salamat po sa mga nagtanong from our live audience. And thank you po sa napakagandang insights and ideas na nabigay niyo para pa sa mga nagtanong. So, do not stop tuning into to Trans Podcast. We will be back after a short Hello mga freshies! Sali kayo sa org namin! Naghahanap rin kami ng layout artist. Uy! Ito mong kaibigan namin. Magaling mag-drawing oh. Diba? Hindi ah. Hindi ko kaya yan. Sa iba na lang po. Sige na kuya. Fill up ka lang ng form. Tsaka interview namin next week pa naman. Huwag ka mag-alala. Kayang-kaya mo yun. Asensya na po ate, pero hindi po talaga. Sorry po. So ano, tara na? <laughs> Uy, kuya di ba ikaw yung kahapon? Hello, kailan mo nagtulong? Um, hindi na po, hindi na po, hindi na po. Kaya ko na po to. Baka nabasa itong sketchpad mo. Hala, yung mga drawing ko. Gawa mo lahat yan? Pwede ba makita? Hmm, okay lang naman po. Ang ganda ng color scheme na gamit mo. 
Pati yung style of art. Ang cute! Talaga po ba? Ito rin o, ito rin. Tingnan mo. Ang ganda na shading. Tapos yung concept, mukhang malalim yung mga pinakuntugutan. Ito na po yung room ko. Alam mo, nakikita ko yung puse at passion mo sa pagdodrawing. At sana, makonsider mo sumala sa org namin. I know naman na marami kang ma-inspire at ma-reach na students sa messages ng art mo. Panigurado yan! Pag-iisipan ko po. Ate, pwede po bang makahingi ng form nyo? Ang isang papuri sa sinuman ay maaaring magsimula ng bagong yugto sa kanilang buhay. Ang paalalang ito ay hatid sa inyo ng Tanglao Mental Health, Psychologists, Psychometricians, and People of the Philippines, PUP Office of the Student Services at ng himpilang ito. So napakaganda naman ng ating infomercial. Anong masasabi mo doon, partner? Tama talaga yung sinabi kanina sa infomercial. So bawat talita na masasabi mo, it can deeply impact someone's way of life and decisions. So lagi tayong maging considerate sa sinasabi natin and always be kind. Tama nga naman. So partner, punta na tayo sa ating next segment. Ayan, so kasama natin ngayon sila Miss Hazel at Mr. Doming dahil nag-actingan daw yung mga host natin kahapon. Ready ba tayo? Siyempre ready tayo at hindi tayo magpapakabog sa kanilang acting. <laughs> But this time, iba naman siguro yung gagawin natin. Oh. Magkaroon na lang tayo ng game. Alam mo ba yung guess the gibberish? Yung mga words na parehas yung pronunciation tapos kailangan mong ma-decode kung ano yung hidden So, merong pre-prepare dito na words ang ating team transponder na magagamit natin for the game na related tungkol sa ating next segment, which is about self-care. Ready ka na ba, partner? Pero sample Ready muna tayo. Ah, okay. So, sample muna tayo. So, may papahulaan ako sa'yo, okay? Okay. Tama ba to? Right here. Alam mo, sabi nila, sa guess the gibberish, kailangan daw sabihin mo yung buong words ng napakabilis. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Happy Halloween. Ayan. Happy Halloween. Ay, gets ko oh. na siya agad. <laughs> Ayan. So, syempre, since October and nearing November na tayo, gusto ko lang batiin ng lahat na advanced Happy Halloween. Ayan. Ang galing mo doon, partner. Nahulaan mo agad yung uh, gibberish words ko para sa'yo. Ikaw naman, meron ka bang papahulaan para sa akin? Ayan. So, yung akin, super dali lang din niya. And ready ka na ba? Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> Ayan, so I'll show it on my phone. Ayan. Nakikita okay. okay. ko yan. Ay, ano siya? Ayan. Information. Ay, parang British accent. Information. British dapat yung pagsabi dyan. <laughs> Information. Huwag na. Information. Ayan, tama. Super easy. <laughs> <laughs> Oo nga. Pero ito na, start na tayo para naman to sa ating mga speakers. So sila naman yung huhula sa ating mystery gibberish words. So ready na ba yung mga speakers natin? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So para <laughs> So para sa ating first set of words. Exercising. 
So, ang ating first term ay exercising. So, since ang ating segment is about self-care, may we have some insights on how exercising is a good um, thing to do to practice self-care. So, Miss Hazel. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, sinabi ko sila sabi ko sa aking clients to exercise. Kasi usually, especially now na nag-lockdown and pandemic, so wala tayong more on movement sa katawan. Kasi usually, pag wala tayo, pag hindi lockdown, lumalabas tayo, naglalakad tayo, uh, pag dito pumabiyahe, diba? So, parang nag-accumulate ng steps. Pero pag sa bahay, nakaupo lang tayo, di ba? So, bakit siya related sa ating mental health? Because, you know, our brain is also an organ and it will have complications as well if lack, ex- lack of exercise. Kung walang exercise, minsan yung mga kat- yung parts sa katawan natin nagkakaroon ng complications which could also affect our brain. And kung naapektuhan na yung brain natin, it could elicit some symptoms, some physical symptoms na nabanggit kanina, di ba? Parang stressful reactions. It's very important that we exercise para nare-release yung tension sa, sa body natin o sa katawan natin. So, yan po. Ayun. So, important to exercise to release tension from our body. How about uh, Mr. Matthew naman po? Anong insights natin about exercising mm-hmm. on self-care? Actually, uh, there are already hundreds and I think thousands of research now that are suggesting uh, that exercise is really something which is very helpful and beneficial for someone's mental health. Malaki talaga ang tulong. It can uh, either uh, help prevent uh, depression or at least uh, help um, um, help make depression uh, more manageable for the person. Bakit? Kasi when we exercise, uh, of course, sinabi ko na kanina that physical and psychological health are closely related. So kung ano yung uh, nangyayari sa isa, it will always affect the other one. So kapag mababa ang ating physical health, it will always affect our uh, mental health. Ganun din kapag mental health natin mababa, meron din mga studies na tumataas yung cases ng uh, the hypertension. So, talagang closely related itong mga to. Now, uh, there are, may ang, ang exercise, meron siyang long-term at short-term effects sa mental health. The short-term effect is, of course, pinapataas dito yung mga happy hormones natin. Pag tumataas ang happy hormones natin, nami-neutralize yung mga stress hormones. Kaya, kung ka- lagi tayo nag-exercise, mas mahirap tayong maapektuhan ng mga bagay-bagay na nakapagpastress. Kapag hindi tayo nag-exercise, masyadong mataas yung stress hormones natin, magiging irritable tayo, mabilis tayong maapektuan at madistract. Yun yung short-term, uh, short-term effect. Kaya for me, when you want to use exercise as a way to take care of your mental health, do it every morning. Do it every morning. Kasi uh, sometimes what you feel in the morning, if you feel positive, it will somehow sustain throughout the day. Kaya sabi nga nila, if you want to seize your life, you need to seize the day. But if you want to seize the day, seize your morning. Ayun sabi doon, kapag healthy tayo, mas ma- mas konti ang problema, mas konti ang stressors, kagaya ng sinabi ni Ms. Hazel kanina. And it also will uh, at least create uh, benefits in our mind. Kasi yung uh, brain natin talaga is organic. So the more you exercise, the more healthy you are, the more nutrients coming to your brain, and the more, uh, the more uh, mental health, the, the more stable your mental health of this. Ayan po. So, yan. Important po natin malaman na physical health is also important in taking care of your Talaga namang nakaka-uplift ang pag-e-exercise every morning. Tama. Ayan. So, for our next word po, for guest to gibberish, ayan. 
Ayan, pangapalaban tayo. Accept, Miss So, ayan. So, Miss Hazel po, ano pong insights niyo about this? Accept mistake. Usually, ito yung pinaka-struggle ng lahat. Ako, personally, struggle ko din to. Hindi lang, hindi ako exception dito sa accepting mistake. Kasi there are times na, you know, our mind, it could shelter, you know, cover up from high level materials. For example, yung pag-accept ng nagkamali ako or nagkamali, yun, nagkamali ako. There are times na sobrang hirap gawin ito. Pero what's very empowering in accepting mistakes is it teaches our mind, you know, to humble down. At the same time, it releases tension in our body. At the same time, it promotes positivity din. Na parang hinahumble mo sarili mo na, ah, nagkamali ako. It's okay to commit mistakes, diba? Kasi we're all human. We are prone to commit mistakes, diba? Parang, antaw dito, paano, ma- mawawala yung learning dun, diba? Parang charge to experience mo na lang yan. There are a lot of renowned authors, leaders, famous um, people na nagkamali, di ba? Parang feel ko, lahat tayo may makakasabi kung sino-sino yun, di ba? Parang, lot of, parang si, sino ba, Michael Jordan, di ba? Parang ilang beses siya nagkamali sa shoot, di ba, ng basketball. Pero look at him now, he's a renowned basketball player, di ba? Parang, very important that we accept mistakes, di ba? Para, you know, feel ko, i-shift mo na yung focus mo na. There's a room, give yourself credit at the same time, allow room for improvement. So, yun po. Ayan po. Thank you po. And now po for Mr. Doming's insight. So, uh, mistakes are inevitable. Ibig sabihin, hindi talaga may iwasan yan. Sabi nga nila, uh, if you never made a mistake in your life, that is the greatest mistake. Why? Kasi it, it means that you're always in your comfort zone. You're always depending on the things that you know you will not be wrong. Hindi ka nagre-risk. So, pag nasa comfort zone tayo, mabagal yung personal development, mabagal yung development ng buhay natin. Actually, in order for us to achieve our long-term goals, yung mga bagay na gusto natin makamit sa buhay, we need to uh, we need to experience a lot of mistakes. Sobrang daming mistakes na kailangan nating uh, pagdaanan. Pero yan yung isa sa pinakamahirap na tanggapin. Kasi, uh, first of all, I'd like, uh, yung sinabi ko nga kanina, our brain is created to help us survive. And part of which is to maintain a, uh, a good self-esteem, a good uh, view to yourself. And mistakes are threat to your self-esteem. Yeah, pag nakamali, eh, naku, nakamali, di ba dapat maging perfect ako, di ba dapat in order to be famous, wala akong mali. Pero basically, uh, kaya sa mahirap kasi our brain is uh, parang uh, hindering us from uh, accepting mistakes. Pangalawa is our society then. We all, know, we all know for sure that we are raised in a very perfectionist society. Even our school system was designed in order to make us perfectionist. How many times na pinagalitan ka pag nagkakamali ka? Diba kasi sa atin, parang you only have one chance to have a uh, high grade. Eh. Kasi isang beses ka lang magpapasa kung pangit yun, bagsak. Diba? So you should not commit mistakes. So culturally, biologically, we are really uh, hindered to accept mistakes. However, if we want to become happy and successful in our life, we need to accept mistakes because mistakes are the greatest teacher. Kapag happy ka palagi, lagi kang perfect, wala kang matututunan. Pero kapag marami kang pagkakamali, sobrang marami kang matututunan. For example, Netflix, hindi siya magiging successful ngayon kung hindi siya nagkamali ng sobra before. Almost na bankrupt yung Netflix. Yung mga successful na mga tao ngayon, kaya nang binabig ni Hazel kanina, like Michael Jordan, yung si uh, yung sa KFC, yung si Thomas Edison, marami silang mga mistakes. At kung hindi dahil sa mga mistakes na yun, hindi sila magiging successful sa mga dito. accepting mistakes is good for our happiness and at the same time for our success in life. Ah, 
Tama nga naman. And another very quotable quote that mistakes are really the best teacher. So, punta naman tayo sa ating next and third gibberish word. Mahulaan din kaya nila ito ng napakabilis katulad ng wow. sumunod. Get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Mabilis din, partner. Get some sleep. So, ano naman po yung insights natin about sleeping, sleeping patterns, and how long should somebody sleep para magkaroon ng maayos na health, uh, para ma-fight ang lahat ng obstacles na ma-face natin sa isang araw. Any insights po, Sir Matthew? Para sa, isa sa mga nakakatakot na mangyari sa akin is yung magkaroon ako ng insomnia. Natatakot ako doon. Kasi uh, I've seen a lot of uh, people na uh, they're struggling with insomnia. Ang hirap nun. Di ba? Kapag uh, alas dos na, binibilang mo yung, uh, yung oras, di pa rin mo nakakatulog. Bakit? Parang nakatakot yun. Kasi one time na experience ko yan, noong uh, kinagabihan, uh, yung, the night before my board exam sa psychology. Kasi nakikunog lang ako. Di ko alam. Siguro namamahay yung katawan ko. What's up? Kinakabahan din ako sa exam. Eh talaga hindi ako nakatulog. Sobrang bangag, hindi ka makapag-concentrate. So when it comes to performance, either work or kung ano man ginagawa mo, kapag hindi maganda yung tulog natin, hindi din maganda ang quality ng mga ginagawa natin. Kaya minsan, nag, uh, gina- ginagawa natin para ma- at least ma-neutralize yung uh, negative effect ng hindi magandang tulog. Nagkakapit tayo, nag-energy drink. So ang ginagawa natin, we are sacrificing our health in order to have a good performance na pwede naman sanang ma-prevent kung natulog lang tayo ng maayos. For me, in order for me not to have insomnia, because research have suggested also kapag irregular ang sleeping pattern natin, the more chances na magkakaroon tayo ng insomnia. Kaya ako, ang ginagawa ko, I sleep 10 o'clock, not 5 o'clock. Yung pinaka-consistent pattern ko. Although may hindi-hindi naging imperfect yun, may mga times natulog ko 11 o'clock, pero as much as possible, ay sinusunod ko yung, uh, yung pattern na yun. I don't know, kasi meron din ako nabasang libro na sa, sa research, na iba-iba ang uh, sleeping time ng tao eh. Iba-ibang sleeping time, iba-iba din ang kailangan natin ng length of time na matulog tayo. Ang, pin- ang pinaka-safe, I think, is 7 uh, uh, hours. Ang pinaka-safe. And uh, ang tawag dito, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, concept of uh, circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm is parang uh, ang tao daw, ang performance ng tao, gumigising tayo, natutulog based sa rising and setting of the sun. Di ba? Kaya kapag nasa probinsya ka, ikaw yung tipong taong sumusunod talaga sa circadian rhythm. Pero kapag nasa urban areas ka, medyo mahirap na kasi yung dating madilim na gabi, ngayon masyadong maliwanag. Yung 7-11 pa nga lang, di ba? 24-7, maliwanag. So di ba, parang naapektuhan na. Tapos marami na mga night shift, di ba? Ganun. So talaga naapektuhan, madaming stress talaga. Kasi kapag hindi maganda yung tulog natin, talagang magkakaroon tayo ng mataas um, na proneness to stress. Kasi tumataas yung cortisol. Yung stress level, yung stress hormone na tinatawag nila. Tapos, bumababa din yung mga happy hormones natin. Kaya, malaking effect. Kagaya ng exercise kanina, meron din yung short-term at long-term effect ang hindi matulog ng maayos. Okay, so, yun yung sa akin. Okay po. Thank you po for that answer, Sir Matthew. Miss Hazel, ano naman pong insights on getting enough sleep? Actually, I'm guilty with, you know, getting some sleep. Kasi struggle ko siya nung past few months. Siguro ngayon medyo okay na ako. Pero this past few months, makakarelate ako sa ibang tao. Siguro na nakikinig ngayon na sobrang hirap matulog. Parang there are times na parang 5am na, 6am na, 11am na. 
hindi pa rin ako binibisita ng antok. Parang inisip ko, pinray ko naman yung best kong magpa-antok, pero pag upo ay paghiga ko sa kama, bakit parang wala pa rin hindi ako binibisita ng antok? There are times na parang magigising naman ako sobrang aga, 3am. Parang, ano gagawin ko sa 3am ko, di ba? Kaya usually, what I did is, yun nga, tama yung sinabi ni Sir Matthew, following a sleep schedule. Sobrang naging helpful dito sa akin. Siguro others may not work pa gantong setup, pero basically, I also read some research regarding this na it's very, ano pa dito, helpful yung pag-follow ng sleeping schedule. Ako, I've been very, medyo naging strict na ako sa sarili ko at times, na parang matutulog ako ng dapat tulog na ako ng mga 10, 10 p.m., 11 p.m. There are times na parang maabot ng 12. Pero other than lagpas 12, di na dapat tulog na ako nito. Tapos gising ko dapat is 8, 9, mga ganun, or 7, di ba? Pero out of dito, there are times na hindi ko ito nasusunod. There are times na parang out dito, um, medyo nagigilty ako. Hindi di ko na naman nasunod sleeping schedule ko. Hindi siya hindi siya nag-happen, I mean, nangyayari overnight. Hindi siya madaling i-correct yung body clock, hindi siya madaling i-correct. Pero, you just have to be very strict or stick with your schedule, it will follow. Parang aalamin ng katawan mo na ito yung schedule, kailangan sundin ko, di ba? Siguro, ang, yeah, another thing to address this is, di ba, may sleeping schedule pa na. Pero, paano pag inantok ka sa hapon, di ba? At times, guilty din ako nito. Wala, kasi kasang akong tulog. Pero there are times na parang hala yung tulog ko, parang akala ko 5 minutes lang, 5 hours na, di ba? Parang hala, sira na naman body clock ko. May hirapan tayong matulog ulit sa gabi. So what I did is, you know, exercise. Where, babalik tayo ulit doon, exercise para ma-release yung tension sa katawan at medyo mapagod and all. Tapos, um, ang ginagawa ko din is to have sun exposure, di ba? Correct din yun, di ba? Parang yung circadian radian na parang sunod tayo sa ano ng sun, di ba? There are times na no-open ko talaga yung yung windows ko dito and at the same time yung light para alam nung, nung mind ko, alam nung, nung katawan ko na maaraw, di ba? Kasi usually, um, nakakapag-disrupt talaga ng, ng sleep natin is yung melatonin content sa, sa brain natin, di ba? There are times na a-affect, na-apektohan to pag kumari mataas masyado yung cortisol level natin. Yung cortisol, di ba, yung stress hormone. Pag mataas to, naapektuhan yung other brain functions. Minsan, nagpapostol ng insomnia. So, yun lang, basically. So, follow a sleeping schedule and be strict with that. Pero, don't be so hard on yourself na hala, di ko na naman nasunod. Okay. Just to add up with Miss Hazel, kasi maganda na na-brought up na rin niya yung maraming tips like exercise. So, uh, siguro kapag ikaw yung tipong taon na you are having some problems with your sleep right now or having a uh, having, uh, difficulty maintaining your sleep, siguro let's set a two-week period na tawagin na lang natin off-plan balik tulog. Uh, meron tayong mga pwedeng gawin dyan, di ba? Una is bawasan natin yung mga caffeine masyado tayo nagkakape kasi talagang uh, legit talagang hindi tayo makakatulog na maayos dyan kapag lagi tayo nito soft drinks lagi tayo nagkakape I think one cup is already good na kapag uh, gusto uh, kinakailangan mo yung tube uh, ang kape as a uh, form of panggising ang gawin mo is tube substitute, substitute mo yung tubig kasi nakakapagising din yung tubig eh. Duminam ka ng 3 to 4 liters uh, kung hindi mo kaya yung 3 to 4 2 to 3 liters of water every day dapat i-maintain natin yan 
plus exercise every afternoon like 4 or 5 p.m. Exercise ka doon na tapos uh, dapat yung kung mag- na, mahilig ka man mag-nap, huwag mong gawing isang oras o dalawang oras kaya power nap lang. Yeah, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, pwede na yun. Para maka- para antukin ka pa sa gabi. Tapos paggabi, uh, I don't know kung merong feature ang phone niya pero mga iPhone merong ganun eh. Parang i-remind ka sa sleeping time mo. Kaya sa akin, mag- mag-re-remind niya tapos i-off na yung mga notification lahat, i-off na. Parang sabi ko, matulog ka na. So, sinaset ko yan every 9.30. So, 9.30 dapat walang gadgets, wala lahat, wala, wala nang mga distractions. Kasi, kung offline balik tulog, diba? So, walang gadgets. Kahit for two weeks lang muna. Tapos, uh, patayin mo yung ilaw mo. Kung natatakot ka sa team, kasi feeling mo may monster, kahit yung konting night light lang, pwede na yan. Basta mamimik lang natin yung darkness na kailangan ng mind natin. Kasi na-mention kanina ni Ms. Hazel, yung melatonin level. The melatonin level tends to lower down kapag ma-bright masyado yung ating environment sa gabi. Kasi yun yung mga nagpapatantok sa atin, yung melatonin. Yun din yung tumutulong sa katawan natin mag-relax every time nandun tayo. Tapos gumising din tayo sa tamang oras. Huwag tayo matulog ng sobra din. Kasi kapag sobrang tulog, bababa din ang energy mo eh. Kaya tama lang. Parang Goldilocks, Goldilocks level lang. Not too much, not too little. Pwede ganon. Oh, ayan, ating mga listeners. Ayan, so, iti-take note ko yan. Tapos, baka mag-start na ako mamayang gabi ng Oplan Balik Tulog. Nice. <laughs> to have a practical body. <laughs> Ayan, so magkano nga po tayo ngayon sa question and answer portion from our audience. Question from Julius. Since mental health is closely related with physical health, like double with one's mental health. Ayan, so Miss Hazel po. Um, nabanggit na actually ito kanina. Ay, nabanggit ko na ito kanina. Our brain is actually an organ. It could have complications as well. So, there are times in lahat ng tao, I mean, yung ibang tao, hindi sila aware na yung brain natin or mind natin is actually a biological thing. Dito, mas magandang ma-educate yung ibang tao na a mental illness has a biological basis. But our brain is an organ, it could have complications. Kaya I believe na mental health and physical health closely related with each other and siguro, Kumwari, pag sabi nga ni Sir Matthew kanina, pag okay, hindi okay yung mental health mo, madadama yung physical health. It's the same way or vice versa with physical health towards mental health. Kaya, yun po. Ayan. So, thank you po for that insight to our question, Ms. Hazel. How about this, Sir Matthew naman po? Uh, yes, uh, yes, ang sagot ko doon, diet has something to do with uh, mental health. Kasi again, sabi ni Ms. Hazel at nabanggit na rin kanina, psychological and physical health are always closely related. So you are what you eat even when it comes to your mental health. Now, ano ang mga pagkasing pagkain na nakakatulong sa ating uh, mental health? So pakinggan niyo ang inyong nanay na kapag papakainin kayo ng gulay, sundin niyo po yun kasi talagang uh, fruits and vegetables and water, those things that are good to our body is good to our brain, is good to our brain is good for our mental health. Okay? So, uh, boss, wag, hindi ko naman sinabi na boss, bawa, uh, hindi na tayo kumain ng mga unhealthy food. Sometimes, uh, kailangan din natin mag-enjoy, di ba? Pero hindi naman palagi. Siyempre, kapag nakakita tayo ng chicken joy, di ba? Ang sarap nun. Okay naman kumain eh, pero wag palagi. Kasi kapag palagi natin ginagawa yung kumakain tayo masyado ng matamis, araw-araw na lang na sobrang puro matamis, puro maalat, puro matataba, at talagang magkakaroon yan ng uh, mamapektuhan yung hormones natin, eh, hormonal imbalance 
imbalances eh. So tataas din yung cortisol level. Tataas yung uh, proneness natin sa stress. At mabilis tayong madidistract sa mga bagay. Mabilis tayong mairita. And at such point, kapag patuloy na nangyayari yan, it will eventually boil down to affecting our general mental health level. Kaya you are what you eat even when it comes to your mental health. Kaya alagaan din natin yung ating katawan. Yung in addition lang din, dun sa sinabi ko, na- naalala ko ngayon lang eh, kasi my friend, uh, parang may sinabi si Shiner sa aking friend na meron siyang friend na uh, nag-take ng board. So basically, ang ginawa niya, sobrang ganda yung ginawa niya eh. Nag-research siya online, ano yung kailangan niyang kainin para to, you know, to boost the productivity of his brain. Kumabot sa point na nag-search siya kung ano yung pwedeng kainin. Tapos yun na yung kinain niya during his time of, you know, studying for his board. And yun nga, nag-talk siya. And basically, it shows na what we eat is, you know, affecting our mind or our brain. Kaya siguro sa mga students na nakikinig dito ngayon, If we are, you know, con- constantly consuming something negative, kware, oh, lagi every hour or every day, de ba? Parang sobrang and daming sugar non, de ba? So parang nakakadiskrimin siya ng energy sources or parang hindi niya masada na bubus yung brain activity pag puro unhealthy yung kinakain natin. So as students, be be wary of what you eat, especially now sa pandemic na maraming pwede kang mag-binge eat, di ba? Kasi wala, wala namang soft na pwede kang bantayan na, na parang, oy bawal kumain, di ba? Parang there are times na, kuwari pag nagkaklase, ang daming junk food. And also, I eat fruits, di ba? Parang to, you know, eat healthy. Saka di ba, Miss Hazel, kapag lagi tayong kumakain ng junk food, tapos uh, soft drinks, di ba, feeling bloated tayo palagi. Tapos sa mga tao, kapag bloated sila, di ba, feeling nila, mataba sila, tapos maapektuhan na yung self-esteem nila, di ba? So, maapektuhan yung the way they see themselves. So, isa din yan sa mga subtle way na naapektuhan yung ating mental health. Kapag uh, laging unhealthy yung kinakain natin. Ayan po. So, salamat po sa mga katanungan and sa answers po from our speakers. So, talaga namang nalinawan tayo ngayon sa mga topics regarding mental health. Di ba, partner? Yes, partner. And syempre, talagang isang main takeaway dito is talagang connected lahat para magkaroon ng maayos na mental health. So, the way we eat, we sleep, how we exercise. Katulad nga ng sinabi ni Sir Matthew, tinik downloads ko siya, part. What is good for our body good for our brain. What is good for our brain is good for our mental health. Oh, kasi talaga namang related silang lahat. <laughs> Ayan. So, do not stop tuning in to our podcast, Trans Podcast, and we'll be back after a very short break and listen to another beautiful rendition of a song that is requested by our fellow POPians. Here is Oceans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Grabe naman yun. 
Grabe talaga. <laughs> Nakaka-relax at ang ganda naman ng boses ng ating singer for that Todo na Tune song, Oceans. Grabe, parang nalimutan ko ng konti yung mga problema ko sa buhay. Ganon. <laughs> Totoo, partner. Kaya naman pala, comfort song nga yan talaga ng nating lahat. Kasi grabe yung, grabe yung feelings ko doon. Pero ayun, bago pa tayo malayo sa ating usapan, let's proceed now to our next segment, ang Advice of the Day. Ayan. So, partner, ano ba ang ganap natin sa segment na to? Ayan. So, syempre, dito, partner, maririnig naman natin ang mga tips and advice ng ating mga professional speakers patungkol sa mental health and sa lahat nang na-discuss natin for today's podcast. So, wag na tayong magpatumpik-tumpik pa. Let's start with Miss Hazel Malazarte. Hello. So, that's the last part na pala tayo, which is advice of the day. And at the back of my mind, inisip ko, ano ba yung pwede kong i-advise as a psychologist siguro. Pero ako, I'm speaking siguro as a past student. And siguro, um, dadalhin ko rin siguro yung advo- advocacy, so which is feed hope. So, ang main takeaway ko dito is, you know, the importance of yung element of hope. So, feed hope, or yung lagi kong sinasabi is Hiraya, ang bunga ng pag-asa. I know a lot of people are not aware with the term Hiraya, pero sobrang ganda ng term na yun. If you don't know that term, for those who are listening, search it away. It's actually actually an old Tagalog term. Hiraya Manawari is a parang old TV show, and it shows about, you know, having hope for the future. And yun nga, it's very important na lahat tayo mayroong pag-asa, na magkaroon ng pag-asa or mag-hope. Kasi habang mayroong pang ibok yung puso natin, habang hinihinga pa tayo, it's very important na magpatuloy tayo. Pabalik din tayo sa, sa concept na, di ba yung optimism na lagi yung nasasabi kanina na about Mayor Matthew, about, you know, optimism is about, you know, expecting good things even though bad things can happen. And yung hope is actually different from optimism because hope is, you know, you're leading towards your goal. Parang you're, you're drive towards your goal because we have hope. And I hope na lahat tayo ay magkaroon ng hope because sinasabi nila na, look, everything by yung hope. No, a lot of people or a lot of us, all of us, could have hope. Kahit man mahirap ka, kahit mayaman ka, kahit man pinagdadaanan ka ngayon, you can actually attain or easily attain hope. It's very important na ma-instill to sa, or ma-ingrain to sa ating mind, sa ating heart para, you know, it will give us a drive towards the future, towards our expectations, towards, you know, sa, sa, sa life natin. And yun nga, yun ang sinasabi ko, feed hope. If, you know, if meron ka ng hope, continue to pass on hope by feeding hope to other people as well. Wow. Talaga namang napaka-inspiring ng um, advice ni Miss Hazel. Feed hope and always have hope. Yan. So, thank you po, Miss Hazel, for that wonderful advice. Let's go over naman po for Mr. Matthew Doming's advice of the day. Okay. I, mean, I, am, I am always a firm believer that uh, each of us uh, is not an accident. We are, uh, we, we are existing in this world... Uh, particularly to fulfill a very meaningful purpose. And that purpose has the capacity to make this world a better place. You and I, tayo. So basically, we deserve a life of happiness and success. A, happen- a life of happiness and success under the context of fulfilling our purpose in life. Lahat tayo meron yan. 
nakatanim sa ating mga puso uh, lahat yan. For example, uh, yung uh, pine cone, di ba? Kung yung pine cone siguro makakapagsalita, hindi niya ma-imagine sa sarili niya na pwede siya maging pine tree, di ba? Kung makakapagsalita lang yun, siguro sasabihin niya, paano ako magiging gano'n? I pine cone lang ako. Siguro sa atin ngayon, may mga times na gano'n yung naisip natin. We tend to question our potentials. We tend to question our purpose. We tend to to question how far we can go in life. Because perhaps we are too much focused on the things that are uh, making us suffer. The things that are challenging us today. Now, we, we deserve a life of happiness and success. Sometimes we just need to jump off that wall that are trying to obstruct us from seeing that. So for example, this COVID, maraming ngayon ang... Uh, Parang marami ngayon ang nagkakaroon ng questions about nagkakaroon ng doubt sa sarili nila, sa potentials nila. Si for example, yung mga students ngayon na dati-dati napapakita nila ang kanilang galing at skills sa, sa school pero ngayon ay wala na masyadong opportunities na ganun. Wala nang masyadong mga opportunities to, uh, to increase self-esteem or to, to, to socialize. So maraming mga problema, maraming challenges. And to, to tell you honestly, most of the things that are happening to us is not our fault. We did not choose it. Say for example, hindi naman natin pinanganak na mabangin naman natin pinili na mabuhay tayo. Hindi naman natin pinili yung pangalan natin. Hindi naman natin pinili yung gender natin. Hindi natin pinili yung circumstance ng birth natin. Hindi natin pinili kung ano ang social, ang pinanganak ba tayo mahirap o mayaman o ano ba, masayahing pamilya o magandang pamilya. Maganda ba yung pag, uh, yung, uh, yung family life natin? Toxic ba? Hindi. Okay ba yung parents? Eh, lahat, marami hindi, tayo pin- hindi natin pinili. Kumbaga, life is giving us a lot of lemons, a lot of coconuts, a lot of kung ano-ano ang binibigay sa atin ng buhay. Well, in fact, we just want that life give us strawberries. Pero hindi nangyayari yan eh. Ang daming binibigay na iba-ibang mga bagay. But, this is the thing. It's not our fault, but it is always our responsibility. It is always our responsibility how to make all these things that, are, that life is throwing to us beneficial for us and be- beneficial for others. So, it is. it may not be our fault, but it is always our responsibility. It is always our choice. Will we define our life by the struggles that uh, we uh, we under uh, we underwent, or will we use these struggles as a jump jumping point to be successful and happy in life, and also to teach people? That's why my motto is always this: When life gives you lemon, make a lemonade, share that lemonade to others, and teach others how to create lemonade. So that's always my, my quotation because all of us deserve that lemonade, <laughs> the lemonade of life. So yun yung masasabi ko. So uh, we all deserve a life of happiness and success. Don't never for a moment d- uh, doubt yourself because you are more than what you think. Malayo mararating mo sa buhay. Malayo. If you just believe in yourself. Don't let challenges dictate who you are. Kasi uh, eto mga to, if you just surpass them, you will always, uh, you will always be stronger. Mm, yan. Ayan po. Sobrang thank you po sa advices na binigay nyo. Sobrang sincere po and sobrang heartwarming po ng mga sinabi nyo, Ms. Hazel and Mr. Doming. So, thank you so much po again for your time, knowledge, and advices that you've given for our podcast today. So, we wish you the very best on your future endeavors. We wish that you're safe during these tough times. And stay safe po palagi. Thank you po. Oh, thank you so much for uh, accepting the invite to be a part of the Trends Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much for having us. Ayan. So, partner, grabe, no? Grabe. <laughs> grabe. So, grabe. Ang ganda talaga ng episode na to. Kasi, 
Masa sobrang daming natutunan from the start up until the end of the segment. So, sobrang jumpak niya and informative ng speakers natin and also ng mga questions from the audience. So, ang dami kong napulot na aral today na magagamit ko hanggang sa future, ba? Diba? Hindi ko talaga malilimutan yung sinabi ni Mr. Doming from the start na fear is valid pero it is a matter of perception. Kumbaga, nasa sa atin na yun kung paano natin matatanggap lahat ng emotions natin at kung paano tayo babangon doon. Yes. Yung sa akin naman, partner, sobrang fruitful ng ating podcast today. I, I cannot help myself but to take down every single um, advice na binigay sa atin ng ating mga speakers. Kasama na doon yung feed hope, yung have a friend, we miss a sabi Miss Hazel, and of course, yung mga uh, quotable quotes na galing kay Sir Matthew. Katla, kagaya nung, if you want to seize the day, you can always seize the morning. Tama. So, yun lang. <laughs> Ayan, so I'm sure na dahil sobrang productive na episode natin today ay marami tayong natutunan, hindi lang yung mga hosts, pero pati na rin yung audience natin for today. So this would help us enlighten our knowledge more about mental health. Yes, partner. And of course, we would also like to grab this opportunity to thank our today's resource speakers. And talaga naman kahit na napaka-busy nila, eh tinanggap nila yung invitation natin and naglaan sila ng oras para sa ating episode ng podcast today. Yes, thank you po again, Mr. Doming and Miss Hazel. Malaking tulong po ang inyong mga experiences and your knowledge para malinawan tayo sa ating mga issues regarding stress and the new normal and how to cope up with it. Yes, and also we would like to thank our valued listeners. And maraming maraming salamat po sa pagsama ninyo sa amin sa episode ng Trans Podcast for today. And so, we'd also like to take this opportunity para bigyang papuri at pasalamatan ng mga partners natin for this event. So, salamat po sa pag-usuporta upang makapagbigay tayo ng magandang impormasyon sa ating komunidad patungkol sa mental health. So, for our partners, we would like to thank Tanglao Mental Health, Psychologists, Psychometricians, and People of the Philippines, and Offices of the Student Services. Muli, let us express our humble gratitude para sa mga sponsors. This would not be successful without your participation. Ayan, so partner, hindi ako makapaniwala na ang bilis ng oras and tapos na yung ating podcast. Kaya nga, sobrang dami talaga nilang information na naibigay para matuto tayo ngayon. Pero sabi nga nila, don't cry when it's over. Smile because it happened. Hashtag, kaya mo yan, we! Ayan. So, pero kidding aside, guys, on behalf of Transponder, we are really grateful to be able to spread awareness about these topics. Partner, may tama ka! <laughs> at ngayon, nabos kaming nagpapasalamat sa ating mga listeners. At muli, sana inyong tandaan na from the words of Matt Haig, mental health problems don't define who you are. They are something you You walk in the rain, you feel the rain, but importantly, you are not the rain. Ayan, so ako ulit si Alessandra, sing ganda ng inyong umaga. And I'm Angela, your angel in disguise. Ayan, na nag-iiwan ng katagang, no action done for someone else's ever wanted. Ayan, I ever wasted actually yun. Ayan. So, so thank you so much for tuning in to our episode today. Thank you for our listeners and for our speakers. And this is the Trans Podcast. Your digital body for a healthy mind. Hopeland. 24-7 Suicide Prevention and Crisis Support Hotline in the Philippines for PLDT users 
0918-048-4673. For Globe users, 0917-558-4673. For Smart users, 0918-873-4673. Talk free for Globe and TM users, 2919. In-Touch Community Service. 24-7 free and confidential support to people in the Philippines. Telephone 893-7603 for global users 0917-800-1123 for Sony users 0922-893-8944 National Center for Mental Health Crisis Hotline 24-7 service to people in the Philippines who are depressed or at risk of suicide. Telephone 02-989-8727 For global users, 0917-899-8727 Philippine Red Cross Hotline 02-8044-673 For global users, 0917-558-4673 Manila Lifeline Center Hotline 02-8969-191 For Globe users 0917-854-9191